Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hello and welcome back to Lorehammer. My name is Eric. Hey Eric, I'm Mark A. Thank you for joining me as always, Mark. Uh, And we have two other guests with us as well for today's special episode. And the reason it's special is because... It's the Lord's Day today. Sunday. Wow, It's a special day, it's a special episode. Yeah, absolutely. So blessings to all, all of our listeners out there on this wonderful day. Blessings. And we hope that by the end of it, you also feel welcomed and you know a part of our special mm-hmm. special special call special com- oh right yeah, 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 yeah. yeah i didn't yeah, know yeah. if we were just yeah calling yeah, it. yeah we'll call it a call oh, it, the, uh, the lore hammer call yeah. yeah yeah so joining us we got james and james james and james, james. both of my personalities came together <laughs> <laughs> you're in for a treat because one of them is insane <laughs> but which one is it you'll have to find out <laughs> And we also got John. Hello. So it's been a minute since you joined it us, has John. Been. How are you doing? I'm doing really good. Yeah, it's it has been a minute. I uh, Man, I think it was, what, like last year sometime? Yeah, last year. That's kind of crazy to think about. Have you ever been on an episode that isn't about Tyranids? I actually don't think so. Hmm. Yeah. Just because, Do you want to be? Yeah. I mean, I could. We kind of shoehorn I, you in here. <laughs> I mean, I love Tyranids. Like, what can I say? <laughs> They're really cool creatures. I mean, I wouldn't mind at some point talking about marines but i mean i mean everyone talks about everybody, everybody was. you came to the wrong marines. podcast <laughs> yeah, i came yeah. to the wrong one yeah that, you get okay, the heck out of here we don't talk about marines <laughs> um yeah today's episode is all about uh specifically unique uh instances of tyranid evolution mm-hmm yeah, such as like the Swarm Lord, very unique characters. Let's say independent characters, even you yeah. know, on one-offs, yeah, specials, one-offs, yeah. HQs, mm-hmm. if you could, yeah, named elite slots, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, all those. Type. <laughs> That's a long title, Sweet. though, for an episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but before we actually get into uh, the meat of the episode itself, um, if you aren't a part of our community, if you haven't joined us on our Discord, you definitely should. 
Yeah. First of all, you should join our Patreon so you can get that sweet green tag on our oh, Discord. Oh, you can flaunt it on the Discord. That's Amazing. right. You just get to flex. You just yeah. like slash flex, and everyone who isn't a Patreon member just bows down <laughs> yeah, in, yeah. in worship of your EPIN. I heard, yeah, I heard they they slow clap for you. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but the benefit of being a Patreon member is that you can participate in our monthly contests. Yeah, yeah. That we do. So whether it's uh, you know painting, modeling, converting, diorama sets, Ooh, we've done like writing that. contests like before. We're poking around the idea of doing some art themed ones, or Ooh. even music or other mediums. Mm. So, yeah, if you are inclined to win some money, then pay us some money. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how that yeah. works. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, you want to keep the money moving. I think that's right. That's, that's good for the economy. The, so. the speed of money. Yeah. Has to, the Always spice must cha- flow. It has to change hands. <laughs> that's right. Yes. Um, and something else that's actually pretty happening on our Discord is uh, another podcast that's kind of related to us. Let's talk Lorehammer. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, doing their thing over there. It's a podcast that focuses on what's happening in the community, and uh, you know they talk about contests and they have uh, people from our community on to talk about what they're doing. They've had some really cool stuff. I just listened to their their one where they talked to the Elysian guys, okay, and like that fan codex is very cool. Yeah, yeah. The uh, most recent episode, as of this, is a uh, Quis Xenos episode. So I think th- the whole purpose of that episode is they get uh, got a bunch of people from the community to yeah, send from our in, discord yeah. yeah from our discord to send in what they thought food would look like for a bunch <laughs> of different races in the 40k yeah galaxy. <laughs> so i'm sure it's gonna be um, pretty pretty wild yeah so i have or spicy i should say spicy yeah. oh. <laughs> well depending on your race you know maybe, Depending, maybe yes. some can maybe, handle maybe the spice yeah, i'm so. very curious for what the tier i was one. just i just want this like i'm so excited mush <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the ingredient or just like biomass no it's like <laughs> pumpkin like pumpkin puree. stew. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Got to get me the Human puree. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so this is about the quality of content you get over there. <laughs> you know? So if you have your crazy Zeno's food ideas and stuff. I actually did have a crazy Zeno's food <laughs> okay, idea. Okay. And Matt and uh, Dylan, the hosts of Let's Talk Laura Hammer, didn't invite me on the show. Those sons of Exactly, bitches. yeah. So this is my little uh, rebellion yeah, 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 yeah. against them. And here's my idea for food. Now, we all know Necron don't eat, <laughs> right? <laughs> sure. But So you just stick your finger in an electrical socket. Who's to say they don't design programs to run through their systems that affect them in specific ways? Maybe hmm. they don't get to the sensations of... Um, like sweetness or, you know, fatty things or sour or whatever. But what if they, like, get something that, like, messes with their, like, uh, optical inputs and, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, trips yeah. them out for a little bit or it causes them to feel like they're, yeah. uh, like, less gravity or something. I don't know. But So a I, little Necron shock blocker cake where they just think little cake and it blocks some shock waves in the brain and yeah. now they're feeling tingly. Or it adds things to it, you sure. know, but it's okay. all like temporary. And okay. It, but it, it kind of, in my brain, it just evolved to like a big drug thing <laughs> where I pictured these Necron yeah. just doing crazy things to themselves. <laughs> but yeah. Ah. But it started with food. I'm going to say that. It started with Necron cuisine and well, then you can evolved. eat some. Well, yeah, Some exactly. of them you can eat, so. Yeah. But that was my thought is, I, I just wondered, how would Necron eat? And I figured they would make digital food mm. it wouldn't be real food but it would be digitally consumed well mm. technically necron like the flesh tires do eat 
the flesh terrors? The flayed ones. The flayed ones. Right. Sorry, that's okay. the one. There we go. I knew there was uh, F. James complaints <laughs> at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> Keep them coming. I only think in terms of space marines. So. Now, now, was that James or was that James? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was James. Oh, that's the <laughs> <laughs> uh, Well, I think after that, let's... Uh, Dive in. Let's get right into the episode. Yeah, it's going to be a very cool episode. We're talking about Tyranid name characters and stuff. Very exciting. Uh, so before we just start talking, let's, uh, let's, let's set talk. the stage. Let's set the stage, the scene. Um, I'm just going to pull up some artwork All here right. for our Patreon members. Oh, so oh, look at yeah, that. Look beautiful. beautiful. The Tyranid race consists of many different species and subspecies, each one created and birthed by the will of the hive mind. Over the course of the Tyranid's short history in the galaxy, the hive mind has shown the ability not only to improve existing species, but also the vision to create new and unique and more dangerous species. There could be many different factors that affect why and how the hive mind does this, but regardless of the outcome, it is never good for anything other than the Tyranids. Yes, they will never ever put some kind of adaptation on themselves that is harmful to them. Exactly. It's only making them better and better with mm-hmm. each iteration that they release. Yeah. yeah, maybe they fought a battle against anti-aircraft things and their flyers took a beating. Now those flyers have heavier armor, heavier chin to protect them, or, you know, they found the weak spots. Kitan, mm-hmm. what do you want from me, Eric? <laughs> you know? We're back to this, I, I, I didn't guess. hide the <laughs> smile. I didn't hide my smile well see. enough. It's, it's actually pronounced shitten. <laughs> Look at all the shitting on that bug. <laughs> I, I joined a year ago, and we're still fighting this one. So, uh, this will be the running one for eternity. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it, they only improve themselves, and they have the ability to think of, oh yeah, this is a flaw, this is how to make it better. Yeah, it's not like they're struggling to find what the like rock, paper, scissors evolution is. Yeah, It just is a matter of, can they birth it fast enough? Sure, really? yeah. The vast majority of Tyranids are created from a species template, and are essentially batch-made clones born into broods controlled by the hive mind. However, when the hive mind is feeling, feeling particularly frisky, it will devise <laughs> something truly special. Who and- wrote this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Hive mind's getting a little frisky. Yeah, yeah. Throw some biomass at it. Calm it down. <laughs> it will devise something truly special and capable of so much more, such as the Swarm Lord. Sometimes these creatures have proven so useful that the hive mind will create a more standalot and standardize them across the fleets. Yeah, like so they might a good example of um like them developing a new creature would be like Tyragons. Mm-hmm. You know, they were an evolution of the Red Terrors essentially and it's adapting and changing. Um yeah. Increasingly rare though, upon a creature's death, the hive mind will create a new body and implant all the memories and experience of the dead creature in the new body, creating something as close to individuality as the Tyranid race has. And you'll um, see that very specifically when we talk about the Swarm Lord. Yeah, and yeah. I think he might be one of the very few mm-hmm. ones. There might be a couple others. But, yeah, I didn't uh, want to definitively say yeah. he's the only one, but I think it's the only one that we're very confident yeah. of. Yeah. Uh, even, yeah. So we'll, on. we'll cover. Yeah, we'll cover. Yeah. We'll talk. We'll discuss. Soon. Cha-chat. Um, so over the course of this episode, uh, we will be talking about such unique creatures specifically created by the hive mind, but we'll also be talking about Tyranid species that may not be a ne- unique species, but have become so infamous that they have been identified and designated by, you know, the Imperium or Eldar, whoever. Um, and such of these creatures like are like old one eye, mm-hmm. the mist reaper mm-hmm. creatures like that, where they're not 
being reborn constantly. Right. They even are... what lies beneath. It's more of a title to evoke like the yeah. feeling behind. Like a guardsman could be like, "Oh no, there's Clawy," you know. Like, and now, <laughs> now we got the name character Clawy. Congratulations yeah, yeah. for us, you know. <laughs> It's in the battle scribe. It's, it's in, in the codex. Exactly. It can take Clawy. claws. But I assure you, when Clawy <laughs> is dead. Claws are claws. <laughs> You're going to get the claws. You're going to get the clamps. But, uh, yeah, like there's also a bunch of those where they're not being reborn, and once they're dead, they're kind of right. now a myth and gone. But they are special enough to warrant some kind of title or unique mention. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And maybe even, like, they will rebirth that one, and then maybe they will... Use the same template, but not yeah. give it the memories. Who knows? It's the memories. I think is the really special thing. Yeah. Um. And we'll we'll talk about that more with the Swarm Lord, but that's a very unique thing. Yeah. Uh. All right. Shall we dive in? Let's dive in. Okay. So the first one we're going to talk about is the Dagon or Dagon Overlord. Uh, the Dagon Overlord, or just Overlord, as the population of Jericho Reach dubbed it, is a unique bioconstruct of the Tyranid Tyranid Hive Fleet Dagon. High Fleet Dagon was a splinter fleet of High Fleet Behemoth and set its eyes for Jericho Reach, a sector in the Ultima Segmentum under control and populated by the Imperium of Man. Mm. Uh, so if you're, invasion. Yeah, if you're wondering where you can find this, I believe it's Death Watch? Yeah, I believe it's the Death Watch books. Yeah. Yeah. The Overlord first appeared in Jericho Reach and was at the first battle of the Tyranid invasion, the Battle of Castobel, where the Overlord was able to swarm... Trimalov, 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 was able to swarm Trimalov Hive and dispatch all its defenders in under a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like one of the most densely populated hives in the segmentum, and it Just went to town. Went to town. No, no, no. Yeah. Even at the time, the Imperium knew the Overlord was different than the other hive tyrants they have had read or seen. The Overlord stood taller than others. His chitin was covered in venomous slime that oozed from cracks in the plates. Yeah, that's definitely not something <laughs> yeah. that's common. Yeah. All, all of High Fleet Dagon is like kind of described as this, but he's like, you know, dialed up. Even on his artwork, you can see like fumes coming off him. He's like super toxic. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if it's just like stomach acid. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. the Tyranid obviously he just equivalent. has serious heartburn yeah. in it yeah yeah <laughs> it's, it's leaking like body. No. <laughs> his body is just liquid that gas that slowly is he's like I always tell you hive mind you gotta slow down when you're eating otherwise you're gonna hot get stomach burn nah give me more hot wings come on little guy <laughs> that's all um the Overlord's malicious streak and ability to drive lesser Tyranids into a stronger fervor was what earned him his name of Overlord he emits, or it emits a powerful presence, emboldening and maddening the lesser creatures more so than would be expected by any link to the hive mind. Infecting the le- lesser creatures with a personal desire to maim and kill all those in their path. Yeah. It's kind of, it sounds kind of like a weird frenzy. Yeah. And where the creatures, like, accept it as, like, not only is this the hive mind's will, but it's my will mm. now. Yeah, yeah. They almost act as if they're not under the control of the hive mind, where, like, you know, the creatures will go into that frenzy mode, but it's all directed at the enemy, mm-hmm. that, like, yeah. that rage. It's possible, like, a pheromone or something's emitted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You gotta um, get closer to your mind. Oh, uh, sorry. John. Pheromones. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. Like, that's probably what he does. Um, You know, that or... Well, I mean, the, the synapse how, yeah, directly, however you but... want to do it. Like, maybe they're following his gunk, and yeah. it's, like, emitting, like, the pheromones. <laughs> maybe it's the synapse doing it. Yeah. Maybe it's, like, 
you like get a oh, you yeah it's like, like a smelling oh. salt or something <laughs> you just, yeah you're, you're bath salts <laughs> it's tuned bath salts ah. you yeah. just get a little whiff of that boy and you're yeah. like, james, james knows all about bath salts am i well, right james does yeah for <laughs> sure. that guy's wild <laughs> Uh, some have even speculated <laughs> that this desire comes from an ancient hatred locked deep within the Overlord's mind, now directed towards Jericho Reach. Where is the hatred coming from, Overlord? <laughs> what are you angry at? <laughs> Who hurt you? Who hurt you? <laughs> Tell us. Only then can you begin to heal. <laughs> <sighs> Since its first sighting, the Overlord has been seen in almost every major battle in Jericho Reach, leading swarms of lesser beasts against terrified defenders. Some even whispered that there must have been multiple overlords in the sector, which would be a frightening thought that the Overlord is actually a new species of Hive Tyrant and not a specific, like, unique character. Yeah, yeah, that'd be crazy. That would be not great for yeah. anyone who's facing High Fleet Behemoth. Or yeah. I guess this is uh, High Fleet Dagon. Yeah, Dagon. Yeah. The Splinter Fleet. Yeah. Uh, these rumors have caused the Ordo Xenos and the Death Watch to try and hunt down the Overlord in order to catalog it, which in return has angered the mighty Overlord <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> enough that it will now hunt down and eradicate Death Watch kill teams. Yeah, it's so crazy. It recognizes the threat and then is like, yeah, let's get him. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. does it think of it as a threat and it's just like pissed off? Like. You, you're coming after my boys? <laughs> I mean, Those are my boys. That's my boy. <laughs> you killed the o Dagon Overlord Greg? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm Dagon I, Overlord Craig, and I will not stand for this. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Another incredibly odd thing that has been noted with the Overlord is its selectiveness about those it chooses to devour, as it picks only the strongest and most powerful of its adversaries' adversaries. To consume. Adversary. Adversary. I didn't say it wrong. I just said Adversaries. it wrong. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's it sounds like a crude thing, right? How you would yeah, specifically yeah. eat things to gain mm. genetic knowledge or traits. But I... Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, tyranids don't evolve on the individual level ever. The, this guy does, though. Let's yeah. keep reading. This is where it's like, wait yes. a minute. Uh, wait so a minute. Special. Why is he eating these bodies? And <clears throat> tell me more. If that wasn't scary enough, his you know his picky eating habits, which is terrifying. <laughs> uh, the Overlord takes it a step further. And often, it will task lesser Tyranid creatures with gathering together these bodies after or even during a battle and piling, piling them at its feet so it may feast on them and grow stronger. Now, that line, crazy. that line right there, just the fact that it can eat them and grow stronger. Yeah. So that's, pretty, that's a game changer yeah. for Tyranids. Yeah. Because I don't think I've ever read of another Tyranid that, that can, can eat that. and then get stronger. Mm. Yeah, Time yeah. to exterminate us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all of Jericho send, reach send in the torpedoes <laughs> you know uh, don't worry a tau shield will save them <laughs> that's nice I like that <laughs> uh, the yeah no that's so crazy like uh, and even just that like they they grab the bodies they drag them to him yeah. make a pile for they him. know which bodies to grab presumably through yeah. their synaptic link yeah, that he's yeah. like as they're going through the battlefield and he sees something through a Termagant's eye and he's yeah. like, that one, bring it to me. And then he sees one through another Termagant's yeah. eye and he's like, that one, bring it to me. <laughs> he knows that the or, body or to eat. <laughs> there's some sort of pheromone 
that mm. the uh, these enemies emit, and it like knows. Maybe there's is, something special which is the stronger one, right? Like it like it taps into the battlefield, and it's like, wait, that one's like incredibly, you know, sweating so much more. Something it's like yeah, yeah. it really, you know, and then it's just like bring him sense to me. adrenaline or something. Bring him to me. <laughs> yeah, I, it's not good. It's not great. No, if you're in the pyramid, you're, you're kind of screwed. So <laughs> not only is he picking out the food he wants and getting stronger, he also has some regenerative regenerative regen. He regenerates a lot. He does, on occasion. Who wrote this? <laughs> Who used big words? Mark, you know I'm at max, like, three syllables. Hmm. Uh, so he also has some regenerative abilities, and when it devours the body of a creature, it heals damage and may also, over time, take on traits of those it devours as it assimilates their flesh. And if we do not band together to stop the Dagon Overlord right now, at some point it will grow too strong for us to contain. Who was that? I don't know. It's like maybe know. like some 60s or 50s to 70s American president. Okay. Perfect. You know. Okay. Okay. I am not a crook. <laughs> Honestly, it did sound like uh, Kennedy. So. <laughs> well, there you go. Cool. I like it. Um, wow. So it actually can take on the traits yeah does yeah. it ever describe what how these traits manifest so this character comes from the death watch rpg mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. it's describing game mechanics mm-hmm. more so than yeah and it's obviously going to be a very different source than a out of a co- codex right, yeah. and then b out of a novel because right. a novel is going to be even more crazy out to lunch, not making any more sense. Yeah. <laughs> like this already is crazy and doesn't yeah. make enough sense. Yeah. So the, I, I, they have the tabletop rule where it's like, you know, if you attack it with something, it can. Yeah. You know, it can absorb. do the thing. It can do it a can bad do thing TV, that has the know? thing where right. yeah. things happen. It's an issue. It's a serious issue. Don't <laughs> let it happen. Okay? <laughs> if you're a death watch uh-huh. member, yeah. you got to deal with this before it deals with you. Exactly. That's what we're trying to say. Eat so, it before it eats you. So right. if it absorbs traits, does that mean it can like absorb your your furor for the emperor? <laughs> we could turn them. We could turn them against. The <laughs> Send our most holy yeah, yeah. saints hey, after hey, it. Hey. Everyone that's like just, the most they just fervent, like, insane yeah, they just have zealot. like a you just have like a, a procession of of. of <laughs> They like, just walk and jump into his mouth. It sounds yeah. like a Monty Python scene. Yeah, totally. Just, ah! Totally. They no, jump they just into walk. The they mouth. just walk walk towards him in a line, yeah. and he just keeps eating them, and they don't fight. We're just we're here to like, eventually, <laughs> eventually, you'll want to serve the emperor, <laughs> Jay, Admiral James. It's been three hundred million deaths, <laughs> and he still doesn't care about the emperor. James, soon, brother. Soon, brother. <laughs> I think it's a good plan. It's a great plan. Yeah. That sounds, sounds like, like something Imperium would do. I was going to say, it sounds like a crazy cult that could like come out. Like, yeah, like they the believe Dagon that. Swarm Lord, some way they'll like They believe the it. only way to save themselves. Is to like kill is, themselves. Yeah, to kill themselves and turn him to the Emperor or something. <laughs> you have like this beast chained in a corner and they keep like, yeah, I could totally see that being a cult. 100%. <laughs> I found the, the rule. If okay, curious. I'm curious. So at the GM's discretion, the Overlord may take over time, take on over time traits of those it devours as it assimilates their flesh. So that that's it. It doesn't like give, tell you what traits they are. No, okay. so very vague. Um, so it's pretty open to the GM's discretion. Yeah, the traits aren't capitalized, but I know in this game you do have traits. Like you, mm. you have like dogmatic right. or you know right. you have personality traits i don't know if that's dogmatic. Dogmatic. Can, can confirm so that is official now it's canon 
<laughs> you heard it here first. Yeah. We'll turn the Tyranids to the Emperor's light by killing ourselves <laughs> one at a time. Feeding it to it. Yes. That's right. I like that plan a lot. I think that goes right up next to, like, if we have our war. A blanks. Yeah, blanks. Our blank map. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think those two, we need to get those going. Great program. So they kind of feed into each other, too. We can... I like it. Oh, my goodness. Uh, the Overlord has fought countless battles in Jericho Reach. And while he is one of the most dangerous adversaries in the sector... It has been brought down and killed many times, which consequently completely breaks the yeah. swarm. It he, unleashes like a psychic bash, backlash that will even like kill the it, swarm. That makes complete him. sense to me though, because yeah. it does sound like his synaptic um, connection is on a, a different level than yeah. the other ones. So it makes sense that you know, with great power comes great destructive capabilities. Ah, you know, that's the saying. That yeah, as saying. it goes, uh, brother, From, brother Ben. That's right. Informed. Well, Father Father Ben, after he sacrificed himself <laughs> to the Dagon Overlord um, <laughs> to save all of us. Anyways. Yeah, man. Daddy Longlegs is my favorite superhero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he should have used the Force, though. If, if he had learned it from, from Hogwarts, if he had learned anything, it should have well, been. Well, ben, ben is one of the... Oh, God, we did. <laughs> oh, get out, get out now. <laughs> We're spiraling. Reeling back James in. is perfectly willing to take this anyway. <laughs> uh okay so it has been killed many times which is interesting to note yeah but i think w- one of the things here is it's is it necessarily being reborn with the same experiences and knowledge as it previously had is there an indication that would make you believe that no not but, saying it's not happening yeah but not saying that it's not necessarily happening yeah, it just seems like it. it's a step above and more dangerous than everything else. It's everywhere. I don't know. It just doesn't um, feel like it's at necessarily the Swarm Lord. Yeah, I, I think a lot of Hive Tyrants, though, their consciousnesses are reborn well, back at the into vi- them. At the very least, when they're born, they're yeah. given like a s- definitely more brain power yeah, yeah, yeah. and more ability to mm-hmm. draw on tactical strategies. Right, right. Then your so, mind is gone. Yeah, at some point, there has to be like at least a cognitive template yeah. that they're sending down into these things, giving them at least some little bit of knowledge and personality. Well, yeah. theoretically, couldn't it also its mind be somehow saved through the hive mind? Yeah, it's the cloud. Yeah, like you would think they're always connected. So it's like even if you die instantly, it's kind of like a device kind of uplinks again. It becomes that device that was before. No, they just have periodic backup. Yeah. Uh, The only reason reason I'm hesitant to accept that completely is just because the Swarm Lord is talked about like that. And he's also talked about how it's very unique to him. And bear in mind, this is from the perspective of Imperium, no? This is um, not like we know for one, sure yeah. 100%. Yeah, it's like yeah. it appears to be taking on characteristics yeah. that we would otherwise assume, but it could just be, yeah. you know, we don't know. It, yeah, mean, it's I, such a big mystery. Yeah. yeah. Like the Death Watcher, like what the fuck's going yeah, on? They yeah, they haven't even yeah. cataloged yeah. it yet. Yeah. Exactly. Because it keeps killing all the teams. <laughs> no. So they're like, this one seems to really hate us for some reason, <laughs> and we don't know why. But then maybe someone's like, maybe yeah. it's actually hunting the black armor types. I don't know. Like, yeah. Oh, maybe. They have no idea. It could just I won't be. Go there. It could just be so regenerative <laughs> that like it just literally can regenerate from a like cell. Wolverine type level. Yeah, over time. It could be. It could be. I don't think so. Or there's like I a crazy so like either. yeah. Well, it could be a mutation that that would be the case. Like a yeah. crazy mutation where yeah. they're like, 
what happened there. And that's why it needs to eat so much to, to like feed this energy. like hyper yeah. energy yeah. Yeah, regeneration. Yeah, yeah. So it's always looking I, for that I like specific, that idea. you know, thing yeah. in, in that in that character of that on the battlefield. It's like it, I sense that pheromone. Uh, and it, you're like, really has into to the back. pheromones tonight. You know what John. I mean? I know. <laughs> He's a smell guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I like guy. the idea that when you are this powerful there is a drawback. Mm. You know, like you're forced to do something to mm-hmm. accommodate this mm-hmm. power. Mm-hmm. And the idea that you could uh, potentially starve this Dagon overlord <laughs> of its energy stores, mm-hmm. it seems interesting to me. Could be a useful tactic if you're ever fighting it in the Jericho Reach. So I jot that down. So so we have to sacrifice the most feverant yet weak individuals. That's right. To the oh, feverant, but We're seriously f- weak. So we starve them exactly. and feed them to them. Which... Yeah. Is only good they, for us because it means fast. more rations to our guardsmen. Well, and it's part the of their holiness. They need to fast. Oh, there you go. There you go. It's like a ten-year Lent. <laughs> ten-year. They're literally just skin stretched uh, for bones. Yeah, you feed them just enough so they don't die. <laughs> but they want to do it for the for the emperor. They're just hooked on an IV. And they just carry this IV around to the edge them. of the cliff. Yeah. They can't walk. They don't have they enough strength. <laughs> we don't have... allow them to exercise. That would make their muscles it's stronger. It's a conveyor belt. <laughs> we just conveyor belt them. Oh. You just like, okay, so what happens is you sign up yeah. to this cult. They put you in a cart and they strap it. You're just strapped to that cart for 10 years. You can't move. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then they wheelbarrow you to the, to the thing. But also at the same time, they put these little like TV screens in front of your eyes. And the only thing you can see are lines of prayers reciting to the emperor. And you have to say them. If you don't say them out loud, you oh, get yeah. shocked. No, no, no. They, they don't have enough. <laughs> for 10 years. For 10 years. <laughs> they yeah. don't have enough energy to move their mouths, dude. I want, they, they just literally just read them. All and, and there's they're co- co- to a computer. We can tell if their brain's actually yeah, yeah, simulating yeah. the yeah. prayers. Of course. We're scanning. Of course. Brain so brain once we're exactly. scanning the brain activity, that's all we need. Just there's the brain so activity. much resources devoted to making sure they have no resources. <laughs> <laughs> Long live the Imperium. <laughs> Long live the Imperium. Oh. Cool. So even though if you kill him, it can the Overlord. We're back on the Dagon Overlord. Yeah. The Dagon Overlord. <laughs> Even though you can kill him and it breaks the swarm, even causes damage to the swarm on the backlash, uh, the victory, any victory against him or it, it is short-lived as the hive mind is able to rebirth it, it and its experiences okay, into a new body to lead another swarm. To this day, to this very gosh darn day, <sighs> Emperor Ugh. Forsaken Day, God, Tom. April. Every day is blessed. This day gone day. This day gone day. (laughs) Jericho Reach is still plagued by the Overlord. That makes sense. He's a cool character. That is very neat. Um, I dig the artwork. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. So what would be your, James, you already know your tactic of sending in the the (laughs) Yeah, it's a well-refined tactic at this point, too. Obviously, it's We've come at it from every angle. Uh, what would be your tactic for taking out the Dagon Overlord, Mark? My tactic for taking out the Dagon Overlord. Yeah, you have a fist of Death Watch. How are you doing it? A fist of them. Okay, okay. Uh, you always got to start a trap. I've I've been told that. You know, then you lead the enemy into the trap, and then you victory. Ah, uh, yes, Koyan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You Tau filthy degenerate. Yeah, Unagi. Unagi. That's what I would do. Set up a trap. Lead it in. I think trap, like cunning, is one of the only ways. You can't best it physically. I know exactly how you would set the trap. How do you set this trap? You bring that 
being or warrior that is so superior to all the rest. You find the perfect mm. specimen, and you where put it forward. is Christian? <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. kill a space marine, <laughs> and you put the space marine in the ground, like on an open field. But you dig a pit oh. under the space oh. marine, so when the with spikes on, in the bottom with spikes of that the pit, you smeared with poop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if there's then it anything, gets infected and if it dies. If there's anything right. that this Dagon Overlord can't handle with his oozing <laughs> venomous things, it's a little bit of infection. Yeah. You don't want that poop would in get your blood screen. That's right. All right. Let's go to the next one. Next, we're going to be talking about the Death, Death Leaper. Yes. I love the Death Leaper. Cool. All right, John. Take it over. Uh, so the Death Leaper is an extremely intelligent and unique lictor created by High Fleet Leviathan as the ultimate tyranid weapon of terror. Lictor? Like all I lictors. Barely knew her. <laughs> Someone yeah. had to say it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like all lictors, the Death Leaper's purpose is to undermine the enemy's morale, spread anxiety and confusion, and break the enemy's will to oppose the tyranid swarm. They're like terror shock troops. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of. Almost like, like spies. Almost. Yeah. Like espionage. They'll go in and like they might blow up a fucking gas station. Yeah, just or... mess with people. They're like yeah. the terrorists of the Tyranid army. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, they got those giblets, and that's <laughs> that's enough to get me. The Death <laughs> Leaper's uh, real designation is 008. Oh no! Speaking of uh, <laughs> not being able to pay royalties. <laughs> That'll be thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh. Womp womp. Womp womp. There goes all our money. So known to have been on Missionary World of Saint Caspellen, I think. Is how you Caspellen? Sure. They're all made up. So yeah. You can pick. Sure. Saint Caspellen. No, you can't. We get emails. People uh, say you have to say the world of Sorry. Saint Caspellen. <laughs> the population on the planet lived in fear of it up until the eventual consumption of the planet. Centuries vanished in the middle of the night, only to be discovered in the day ripped apart and the brain sucked out. Oh. <laughs> night after night, the horrors increased and continued as they screamed in horror and pain. Ah. I just added that last piece. Of I like that part. Yeah, yeah like lictors are able to like eat enemy or yeah, eat brains yeah. and like, uh, absorb the information from it. Right. Super cool. Yeah. So it's like he's the more he's eating, the more he's learning about Caspian or whatever. Caspian. Uh, especially yeah. when you start noticing that he's taking out actual military yeah. people. Targets. Like, yeah, he's yeah. taking out a sentry, now he knows the sentry routes and yeah, the yeah. times that they're changing. Eventually goes to, like, the top order, like, commander or tactician yeah. or wherever Yeah, you looking. feel like yeah. he would just use that knowledge to gain a little bit yeah. more knowledge every exactly. single time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as Hive Fleet Leviathan approached, the Death Leaper instinctively sensed that killing the planet's spiritual leader, Cardinal Salem, would only make the planet harder to devour as it would create a smarter and steal the resolve of the people against the coming swarm. So the Death Leaper instead infiltrated the Cardinal's cathedral bunker and slaughtered his advisors right in front of him, leaving the Cardinal unarmed but drenched in the blood and viscera of his aides. <laughs> that's a great, that's so brutal. That's a great scene to step into. Yeah. You know, he's like the Cardinal I picture is just like shaking, you know. And, and the windows open with like a breeze. Yeah, the curtains are blowing <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah. And someone walks in and goes, my Cardinal, what has happened? And he's like, just blood dripping everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then he just disappears into the shadow. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, so the the Death Leaper repeated this process for 10 days, <laughs> each time bypassing the ever-increasing security around the Cardinal, coming within killing distance of the Cardinal, but always retreating before harming him. That crazy. is such a psychological game oh, that yeah. this Lictor is playing. It, it's crazy how smart Lictors are. Yeah. They're probably like some of the smartest yeah. creatures. Yeah, I would um, agree. Because like they have all the knowledge of the hive mind right yeah. off the bat, plus everything else that they can learn. Like, yeah. yeah, they're one of the like craziest like units. 
Yeah. And I they, wish, I don't know, like, I think of, like, the game, I think, I wish they would be some more OP than they are. Hmm. You know what I want to do in, like, Kill Team? Like, do some mon- monster hunts. You want to play like, as Death Guard? That would be sweet. Uh, <laughs> and win? <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to do some, like, you, there's some crazy, like, you can take yeah, like, uh, like, Broodlord and yeah. you and I are like hunting a, something, yeah, yeah. and it's, like, whoever gets the trophy first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Absolutely. We could yeah. put a Carnifex on the table oh! and do that. That's illegal, but <laughs> it's our house, our rules. <laughs> yeah, we've changed the rules enough already. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so this led to the Cardinal becoming paranoid and eventually losing his, his losing his sanity. Look, I lost my sanity just mm. saying it. Uh, eventually losing his sanity and did more to break break the morale of St. Caspellan than simply executing their spiritual leader would have. So crazy. When the High Fleet finally arrived, the world was locked in confusion and terror, and it was easy prey crazy question yes why don't they just make a lot of these things then instead of termagons <laughs> yeah if you could just resource right. management yeah who knows how much it actually costs to, to like make, make a lictor and like the investment required we have no idea it could be a lictor could be equivalent in production to three thousand termagons it could take 10 years to gestate <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly we have no yeah. idea actually but, but, to actually develop and... yeah the easy answer is just resource management yeah. sure it's it's not a sure. good answer, and I'm not happy with it. Because like the, the idea is though that they have millions of, and the Tyranids have all the time in the world. Not necessarily. They it. need to consume biomass in order to continue their journey. They can be stopped if they have no way if to you like, starve them. themselves. That is true. If you starve, so like they a, need momentum. Yeah. They need like a, a world to consume. If there's no worlds to consume, they eventually like I don't know, just die. Yeah, they're just stopped, yeah. halted. They freeze. Who knows? They could just go back into but like hibernation or something. They don't have unlimited time, and they do need momentum. All right. Yeah. You got an answer for everything, don't you? I would say that they pretty much do use these for every world. Just not every lictor gets this lucky. This is like a famous lictor yeah. that took a planet. I don't know if I would say they use it on everyone, because every high fleet's going to be different in how it approaches. Sure, sure, sure. Like, sure, sure. if they but use I a think lictor, this is a, a very, not using I think they, sealers? Right. They probably use a whole bunch of different things. But right. anyways, they're, they're common enough is my point. I agree with that yeah, for yeah. sure. Like, they're using them if they can, if the opportunity arose. Yeah, but they're not like, building ranks upon ranks sure, upon yeah. ranks of, of lictors. lictors. Yeah. So the idea is, though, that this guy was just a really talented one. Maybe yeah, Exactly. This one is not being reborn. This one, this one is um, its it's, own. it's just like messing yeah. with its, its prey. Like it's done cat. something so special that it's yeah. earned the title. Yeah. Like the Tyranids didn't, don't call it Death Leaper. No, exactly. it's the name of the Imperium. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. yeah. Anyways, cool, cool, really cool. Very you know. cool. That's yeah. a... That, like, psychological warfare that it's playing on that guy, killing his guards (laughs) every day for 10 days, covering him in gore and blood, coming within, like, a hair's breadth, maybe even, like, caressing his face with his tentacles, (laughs) you know, sucking on him maybe a little bit. Yeah, giving him the little licks, as lictors are wont to do. Oh, no, I'm saying I would be pretty messed up after day one. (laughs) Fair enough. I would try to tame it. <laughs> have some, come here, little lictor. Yeah, have some nuts prepared some for treats. it. Some Here's treats. my fingers. <laughs> I'll just cut them one by one. Enjoy. Cool. The uh, Doom of Malantai. Yes. Looks like a giant brain. Uh, sure, yeah. yeah. That's what it looks like. Freaky alien With, brain. with like, knives bit. on it. Yeah, a knife brain. You never seen a knife brain? I have now. <laughs> the Doom of Malantai. So, it is a unique... A uniquely adapted Tyranid Xanthrope. 
Zeranthrope. Zoanthrope. Zoanthrope. Xylophone. Xylophone. No. Mark Zalabino. No. You've haunted me since a child with that name. I will not accept it today. The creature took its name from the events on the Eldar craft world of Malantai. The Eldari legend of the doom of Malantai refers not only to the, ta- the, the tale of the entire craft world's death, but also the abominable tyranid creature that caused it. <gasps> the lament speaks of a creature unlike any others, a beast that gorged not upon flesh and blood, but upon the life force of its victims, leaving only soulless oblivion. Very cool. I like to think that the Doom of Malantai is shared in their stories and they sing about it, right? Oh, yeah, it's like the like Eldar? a lament. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So For this sure. is like a title that the Eldar gave this. Yeah, yeah. like Jared. the Harkins definitely have a play called the Doom of Malantai. Exactly, Absolutely. Yeah, where they share like the, the entire lost. World. Yeah, a lost craft world to this yeah. single tyrannid creature. And remember, craft worlds are effectively, they can be the size of planets. Yeah. Read out how it happens because it, it's it's, it's pretty, there, there's some help that happens so, along the way. Yeah, I was going to say his friends. Anyways, let's, read. Yeah, let's read. Following the destruction of High Fleet Naga by the Eldar, that's N A G A for anyone who Naga. wants to send complaints <laughs> <Yes>. to me. <laughs> A lone and wounded bioship committed its final uh, act by launching its last bundle of mycetic spores into the craft world of Melantai. Uh, that's uh, mycetic or mycetic. I've heard it both ways. <laughs> <laughs> Missiatic. <laughs> uh, the elder of the assaulted craft were quickly set about hunting the scattered creatures. That's a good policy to have when tyrannids <laughs> crash into your planet. Quickly. Quickly. <laughs> So, uh, unaware, the Eldar, in the process of killing the monstrous creatures they believed posed the greatest threat, they ignored a unique vampiric Xeranthrope that, left undisturbed, devoured the spirits of the Crashed World's Infinity Circuit. Yeah. So, it's like... It's like you getting gotta, its Getting it, like, itself latch? into the... Does it, like, find the, mm. the garden mm. and then, like, attach itself to the Working. tree or something? Start, I like, would say, like, psychically. Mm. It's not, like, literally, like... I like to think that it's just like like on this line or something like drawing the energy out of it. Yeah, there definitely is that noise that he's making. He's like oscillating and and like there's like a yeah there's like a shimmer. Yeah, yeah, that like travels along his body. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So the craft world was assaulted by a whole bunch of tyrannids, Mm -hmm. leaving this one safe to do what it was. All right. Yeah, maybe not single handle. Friendship works. Try it sometime. You too can take out a craft world. <laughs> With your trusty gaunts. Yeah. So the creature had a large spine-like growth emerging from its back and extending over its skull to resemble a hood, and also several rib-like claws protruding from its flanks. These alterations crackle with psychic energy and serve to focus its psychic powers so it can absorb the life energy of all those around it. So she's coming around, just, you know, you can walk in a room... <laughs> and then all of a sudden you have no soul. <laughs> exactly. What happened to my soul? Exactly Man! that sound. Ooh, my soul. <laughs> What's that? Like Wilhelm scream? <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so so as it feasted on the souls of its, uh, its power grew, reaching psychic powers that not even the Eldar could contain. The doom of Malantai went on to reduce the entire craft world into a lifeless shell. But since the destruction of the Malantai craft world, there has been no new sign of the creature now known as the Doom of Malantai. Hmm. So he doesn't, or uh, the Doom of Malantai doesn't consume flesh. 
So if you were to walk the halls of yeah. this Malantai craft world, it would just be bodies. Yeah. Everywhere, scattered Still. upon. No destruction. Maybe some destruction from the creatures that were there initially. Yeah. But for the most part, the hive world or the craft world would be pretty much untouched. Yeah, you would see like Eldar gunfire, like shurikens like lining the hallways but you wouldn't see any like return no yeah yeah, yeah. no like acid marks yeah, or like exactly. big claw crushing things no wanton destruction that you normally see from yeah. tyranid attacks instead just an empty shell well has anyone has anyone floating. been to melody before after well if they wouldn't know the story unless okay some, someone must have escaped i will say too, one thing mm-hmm. they did launch my seed spores so wouldn't there be some sort of a you know, maybe oh, maybe there's know. like acidic breaches. The, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Tyranids there's... were there, but it's not like your typical like gore bath that you yeah, yeah. assume. Yes, well, exactly. of course. Yeah, and yeah, no yeah. Tyranids ate anything in there, right? No, that, no. That's what... what I wonder too. When I thought of that, It'd have to be like this is very strange Tyranid. I, I was gonna say because you usually go it after is. the bonus, but it's possible that they only launched. I'm getting so excited. It's like <laughs> 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 I like it. It's possible that they launched the assault specifically with Zonthropes. And my six spores, and that's it. They didn't want. No, no, no. Like there, there, there was signs of battle or whatever. But the imagery is way much more cool when it's just a soulless husk. Yeah, and like true. And you know, eighty percent of it probably was. The difference. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? The, the difference, I think, being is that like this was not a planned assault. Right. This right, right, was right, right. like they had one ship left, right. and they're like, "All right, yeah. send it in." Maybe all that was on it was mycetic spores or was four gaunts right or was one carnifex yeah, 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 yeah. You know? it wasn't yeah. this plan thing it was yeah. enough yeah all we know is that there were enough creatures on there to distract the eldar population <laughs> to give the doom of malentai enough time to suck up enough souls <laughs> to gain enough power <laughs> to no, where no, the eldar no. couldn't stop it yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it so yeah. It might have been that there was a bigger Tyranid force. Maybe. I prefer to think not. that it's yeah. pre- like the Eldar pretty much killed all the Tyranids that were there other than the, the Doom. Doom of Melantai. Yeah. And I just prefer to think that there's just these empty halls of yeah. just dead bodies. Dead bodies that were just their life essence was sucked Unexplainably away. just lying there. Yeah. Like yeah. what the heck happened here? The Doom of Malantai. Um, I like to think why we never see it again is like this is an experimental creature. Mm-hmm. It drew too much energy and it super like just expensive to make or something. No, it just exploded essentially. Went supernova. It had, ah. Yeah, went supernova with too much warp energy mm. and uh, the turn is like which well, is bound to happen little... to Zonthropes. Sure, exactly. Right? Like yeah, yeah, they yeah. explode, yeah. so this was like a super huge explosion that like. You know, thankfully it was in space, so it didn't blow up planets. Oh, but it, thank goodness. <laughs> only a craft world. Only a craft world. But <laughs> yeah. That's why I like to think that they don't make any more of these. Yeah. It, just, it was too powerful. Yeah, and too unpredictable. We could not contain it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's too dangerous because if you let that go around an actual Tyranid assault, when, yeah. it, when it explodes, it's yeah. just going to do all this damage to its own side. Exactly. So it's not worth the risk. That's why I like to think. Yeah. That's a good, that I think makes, that's a good that rationale. Sense. I, think, I think that's fair. Do you think it exploded in like a real explosion or like a psychic explosion? Like a psychic explosion. Nice. Like he, uh, it opened a warp rift and like sucked everything into it. Ooh. Yeah. Literally just disappeared without a trace after half the warp. Of, yeah, half of that yeah. craft world is just consumed. It's just like caved it, out. Exactly. You <laughs> yeah. know, like, <laughs> like a big like hole. Yeah. Like a black like Swiss hole. cheese. Like yeah. cuts out half. <laughs> of that craft world and then just disappears exactly into smoke <gasps> never to be seen again vanish, vanish, dun, 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 dun. all right shadow up Sh- next shadow. Shadow. we got the uh, mist reaper the mist the mist reaper, reaper is believed to be a unique form <laughs> of 
That's definitely not the Mist Reaper. <laughs> oh, I can tell. <laughs> Just add 40k to the end of that. <laughs> okay. The Mist Reaper is believed to be That's... a unique form of Lictor from High Fleet Dagon that is responsible for many disappearances on the planet Zan and has recently been on the other worlds. What are we looking at? Or, or you finish your sentence, Mark. Don't uh, leave the people hanging. Other the, worlds of Orpharius si- okay, Silent. Okay. Perfect. Now that we've got that out yeah. of the it's way. Like, it's that guy right there. Yeah, it's the Necron model that you see right here. <laughs> yeah, no. That's the uh, Mist Reaper 40K. <laughs> Perfect. Thank Perfect. you. Get out of that here. That is a spicy meatball right there. <laughs> Let's just pull up this guy. This so, one's him. So he's from High Fleet Dagon, which we saw. That's where the, the Overlord is from. Yeah. 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 Um, lurking near the boundaries of small communities on Zan... Taking those who would venture into the planet's mist, the planet gave the creature, or the planet's inhabitants gave the creature the name, the Mist Reaper. So, is this? Would you categorize this more as uh, like a unique lictor, or one that just exhibited behavior that the Imperium deemed was unique? Yeah, the second one, yeah. and maybe it is unique. Like maybe it was just the best of its brood, and that's why it's so good. But it still is ultimately. I it's, don't think it's a lictor. It's still ultimately a lictor. Right. Because the Overlord, it sounds different. You know, it has yeah. that venomous leaking through it. It has that increased synaptic the, the, there charge. There are things like that. Like there is poisonous ichor biomorphs that right. you put on it people. Just, like, his sounded yeah. like it was very obviously to the next level. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, for sure. This one, no. Just a standard kind of thing. Right. We'll see another one of those too. Hmm. Yeah, that I wrote up. Members of the Divisianus biologists postulate that the creature has a specific knack for overcoming imperial security measures. Hmm. Um, the Mist Reaper invariably works alone, specializing in ambushes when there is uh, the darkness of fog, or generally a long way before the Tyranid forces assault the world. Um, okay, so it, yeah. it's like looking for specific... Um, What's it called when conditions? It's looking for mm-hmm. specific mm-hmm. conditions yeah. in order to launch its attacks. Yeah, yeah like yeah, apparently yeah. this planet Zan or whatever has like, you know, nightly mists or whatever that's so dark you can't even shine a light through type thing. So it, it somehow has learned this and uses it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Smart. Smart. Adapting to its surrounding, you know. But also very stupid when you read this line. <laughs> its body is covered in chameleonic scales that make it, uh, make the Reaper practically invisible to the naked eye. So. So what need does it have of for the mist? Mist, yeah, you know, <laughs> but you know, whatever. <laughs> Pretty fucking cool. No, but it's cool. You also can't even see it in ultraviolet or in fair light. So it could be what? that the scales itself reflect yeah. or retract that light. Yeah, yeah. There's so some it may crazy. Not be, yeah, that's cool. That is cool. Okay. <laughs> you have anything to As space I'm an expert. As James would say, okie dokie, Smokey. Yeah, okie dokie, Smokey. Actually, well, whatever yokes your goat is my <laughs> official line. line, but it's a good one. This silent but dangerous tyrannid is responsible for the deaths of hundreds of imperial citizens who believe that they were safe far from any conflict lines. Ooh, yeah. yeah. It kind of just haunted this Sketch. planet. I love he's, it. He sounds like a perfect assassin. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, he, yeah, he knows the perfect Again, time. strike. Super, super cool <laughs> lictors, man. Perfect. Like, they're probably one of my favorite models other than the Warriors. Camouflage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great kissers with their many tentacle oh, models. Oh, man, are they ever. I've Ooh. never, ever met someone who was as good as kisser as a lictor. They never leave you feeling wanted, wanting, you know? No, no, no. I When you're in the embrace of a lictor, you know... <laughs> That this person, this this creature is totally focused on you and and your face, as it slowly peels off the flesh from from your face with its mouth. You silent but deadly. That's love. That's love. If that's not love, I don't know what is. You know, peel the flesh off your skin. You know. All right. 
Uh, so that is the Mist Reaper, the Reaper of the Mists. <laughs> Old one eye. <laughs> I think you just hit F11. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Don't all right. you worry Old about one eye. I, that's what I, I love these classic. Uh, I love these classic characters. So a unique Carnifex. Old oh, one eye. John, don't oh, steal what? my thunder. Oh. I'm next in line. Oh, I can't. I can't, believe I can't say it. Mark, Eric? did you invite John? Oh, no, he just shows. Do you up really want old one eye, John? Is that what's you know going what? on? You know what? I love you, Eric, so much. I'll let you actually. Read Do you this want one. old one eye? No, I'll take the next one. All right, cool. The next one is pretty cool too. Parasite of Mortex. It's actually yeah, that's pretty cool. Not as cool as Old One Eye, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> Can I take Red Terror instead? I'll trade you Red Terror. You got it. All right, you got Red Terror. Right. Uh, old One Eye. So Old One Eye is a unique Carnifex, and he was first encountered on the battlefields of Kalth during the famous First Tyrannic mm-hmm. War in the Ultramar system in seven four five M forty one. Though the majority of the fighting took place on McCrag, which is a planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, splinters of the High Fleet Behemoth attacked many of the neighboring planets and systems. Yeah, so the First Tyrannic War was mm-hmm. pretty widespread mm-hmm. throughout the Ultramar 500, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. On Kalf, a Carnifex with advanced regenerative abilities was found. <gasps> this brute was seen to swat away Lehman Russ. Leman Rust tanks. Ah, Leman. <laughs> I was talking with someone on our Discord, and they were like, "I heard someone say Leman," and I got so upset. So you know what, Leman. Le uh, they were seen to swat away Lehman Rust tanks as if they were insects. But and wait, it, it's the insect. That's right. Well, wow, how the turntables uh, have turned. <laughs> Sorry, carry how on. How the turntables. Uh, and its body bore the scorch marks and scars of many blows that should have ended its life many times over. <gasps> it wielded two large crushing claws as their primary attack, you know, as well as other things that Tyranids have, like a big mouth yeah, and a and tail. sheer weight of a uh, 10,000-pound yeah. creature smashing into Running you. at you mm-hmm. at ridiculous speeds that it should not be <laughs> capable of, of achieving. Yeah. <laughs> but it's known mm-hmm. for these big, massive crushing claws that yeah. it has. Mm-hmm. Uh, its first rampage was halted by some long-forgotten hero of the Imperium who shot a plasma pistol into its eye, presumably doing enough damage to kill the beast. Old One-Eye disappeared, Lost. and the Tyranid Scourge was eventually removed from the planet. All was well. But another one was made. Or was. <laughs> <laughs> In secret. However, 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 however... <laughs> <laughs> Old One-Eye never actually died from that shot and instead was frozen in the ice packs of Kalf. My God. Decades later, well after the Tyranid threat was purged from the planet and system, a group of smugglers found a huge Tyranid body frozen in ice. Deciding that they would sell the body for money, they began to thaw through the ice for access. Ooh. Smart. 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 This, yeah, you nothing is an aphrodisiac like uh, Carnifex horn. I can tell you that much. <laughs> Many restorative powers. Yeah, <laughs> Authentic <laughs> Carnifex horn. <Yes. laughs> hey, you want to buy some Carnifex body parts? <laughs> I want to go home and rethink my life. <laughs> um, so, okay, they began to thaw through the ice for access. Yeah, This would be the first time Old One-Eye's abilities would appear. Some weird quirk or mutation allowed the Carnifex to regenerate itself, even after being shot through the eye by a plasma pistol. Although that initial eye wound would never fully heal, and now the Carnifex's uh, face is forever scarred, it was still alive. 
It's alive. It's alive. It's It's alive. Anyways. (laughs) After being awoken, Old One-Eye was now cut off from the hive mind. As previously mentioned on our non-synapse creature episode, uh, if you want more information, go listen to episode 73. Yes. Great episode. All Tyranids Mm -hmm. revert to a pre-programmed state if they are removed from the hive mind. And a Carnifex is, is pretty simple. Uh, quote, <laughs> kill everything. Ah. <laughs> Old One-Eye began to blaze a path of dis- death and destruction through Kalth, even gathering other Tyranids that had been hiding this whole time following their lurk programming. Ah. I, That's sweet. I yeah. think it's a really interesting mm-hmm. point to mm-hmm. note, yeah. mm-hmm. is that they somehow have decided to break their pre-programmed uh, thing of lurk behaviors yeah. Yeah, yeah. because well, something else is in them, but it's not a hive mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so even in their lurk, they they are still like hunters. Like mm-hmm. uh, swarms of termagants will still like if they analyze the tar- yeah. If there's yeah. enough of them, they analyze the target. But it's it's super cool that yeah, they've seen the card effects and they're like now we're ready to make exactly our move. yes. Yeah, here's yeah, yeah. the here's the yeah. right conditions for us yeah. to change our programming yeah. or, into a, an attack mode. Yeah, or, or and, if you will. Pheromones. So oh no! The the pheromones. <laughs> they keep coming back. To bite me in the ass, <laughs> or smell up my nose. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like uh, it's not like old one eye is like synapsing or anything. Exactly. It's That's the very thing cool. to, to note here is that he's not controlling these termagons. No, he's just doing his thing. Yeah. And others are like, cool. I want to piggyback on top. Rampage. Of <laughs> I want to rampage. I want to rampage. <laughs> Let's rampage yes. together. Yes, queen. When the people of Kalth realized what was happening, they quickly called for the Ultramarines, and Scout Sergeant Tellian was dispatched to destroy the remnant Tyranids. He eventually found Old One-Eye and his swarm, but was unprepared for the unique mutation of the beast. After many of his warriors had been smashed or cut down by the Carnifex, Tellian fired a one-in-a-million shot <gasps> directly into its eye wound, causing the beast to reflexively stumble backwards at the wound reopening on his face. This fucking guy needs to stay away from cliffs. He keeps falling <laughs> so, into cliffs. The, yeah. The crazy thing is um, it's described as the Carnifex recoiling in pain. Mm, but yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not sure mm. I appreciate that description. Yeah. Like Tyranids, there's no way, especially a Carnifex has like a bunch of pain receptors. Yeah. They do enough things that are damaging to its own body. It wouldn't make any sense to debilitate it. Like it's literally smashing through things yeah. and probably getting rebar shoved through its chest as it's doing it. Yeah. Why would it have anything in its body that would slow down that rampage that yeah. they are exclusively known for? Sure. <laughs> you might, you might think though that, that they can just turn it off or it gets turned off because you still need like pain is just like, if something is damaging your body and you don't know what's happening, that that's a problem for anything, right? So let's say like it gets shot in the back. Is it there... needs to know that that, and it needs to the the significance of what's happening. That's what pain. But is, there's a right? difference between pressure and touch and pain. Mm. Yes, pain is a different than being able to feel something on your skin. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Yes. But he but was, it says that he recoiled in pain. Like you should, you should be able to understand what's happening to your body without feeling the pain of losing a hand. You, but that the whole reason that you feel pain, like pain is an evolutionary adaptation, right? Well, they can remove adaptations that they don't want or yes, like. So but why the, would they the reason want, why we have pain? Why right? do you think a tyranid whose only desire is to kill and destroy and eat and consume or whatever, they have no need to survive to uh, reproduce or anything. And if they do die, there's going to be another one in their place or they're going to cause so much mayhem in their death throes. Sure. That it's going to make their death worth you, it. You still, what need do they have of a protective trait like pain? You, well, you still do, if it's inefficient if things just die because they could have known. Oh, there's a problem that's that's like something that's damaging me. But pain and I'm isn't not the only way to, to learn that. Yeah, but it, it's it's it communicates urgency. Uh, and so these these animals, like a, if the hive like mind, if the hive mind is involved, then they can probably like turn that off and be like, okay, we can control this in that certain way. But when it's on its own, it still needs to it needs to survive the longest amount of time. Especially in this situation, it's trying. What it's is the not trying to trying survive to as long as possible? It's trying to kill everything in its path. That sure. is not the same thing as surviving as. Well, long okay, as but it's trying to kill everything in its path. What allows it to do that most efficiently? A, is a small brain and a big body, <laughs> but it still needs to react. Like if 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 something is damaging it, yeah, it, it's more it it can kill more things if it kills the thing that's damaging it first. Whereas if it just kills, but it doesn't have to be pain. You can just learn that through pressure and touch. Like it's, it's this is not the same thing as pain. Losing a hand, like there are specific pain receptors that sure, aren't necessarily attached to sense. Pain is a is a is a tiered system of of those senses, and pain has the highest. Uh, but does a tyranid feel? I, I was yeah, say, love, it may not know joy, <laughs> compassion, compassion, or I, maybe tyranids only feel. I just don't understand the need hunger. for a tyranid to feel. Maybe pain. I could still. I think it still makes sense. Uh, it's also like you don't really see other descriptions of tyranids having pain, about pain, quote, but you do see hunger constantly and you see like driven by rage or right in the overlords thing it's a desire to kill but i almost never ever see pain as something that's attributed to the tyranids when the hive mind's around what do you mean well like we i think we could quite easily say okay the hive mind can overrule pain that's like saying they can feel love without the hive mind as well. No, you have no, no, no proof no, 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 that no. they they don't feel. I have proof right here that, that they feel pain. You have you don't have any proof that the hive mind is the cutoff. <laughs> but Touché. it would makes it would make sense that the hive mind could overpower 
pain and just turn that off I'd be, if it wanted to. I'd be to, curious right? to hear what the community says yeah. on this very yeah, subject. Yeah, geez, you two rambling guys. Because yeah, way to diplomatically it, shut that down. It could, it, could, uh, it could be that we're a 50-50 split here or there yeah. is an overruled side where it's like, no, no, no. Okay, okay, I'm willing to vote. Who yeah. thinks Carnifexes feel pain? What a okay, great 50-50 wow, split. Wow. So was it James? No, was we it? all know that you set that up specifically that no one else would want to raise their hand. If you had said, who doesn't think they feel pain, no one would have raised their hand. Obviously, hey, the outcome is the same. So let's move on. If, no, okay. Stumbled into the ravine but for the second wanna, time in its short life. I, I want to say how I think it happened. Okay. I think because it was in the eye wound, I think there was a short circuit or a reboot, or a brain scramble. Muscle spasm, even. Yeah, exactly. Those are all things, I think, that better describe what had happened <laughs> instead of it reeling back in pain uncontrollably. Gala, like, Because like, it should just rampage and rampage and rampage <laughs> until it's dead. Nothing should be able to stop that thing other than death. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's how fair carnifexes are always described. That's a fair They're basically the running bowling balls of, like, the so it just doesn't. They will not stop. Until... I'm not saying it's impossible, but I don't like it. Sure. And it should get the heck out of here. And And you just criticized me for having no evidence, but you just made that all up. That's right. Yeah, when well, you that's the run benefit a, of having yeah, a podcast. When you run a podcast. And you're just a guest, you can James. spread those falsities. Uh, I'm going to go back to Old One-Eye. <laughs> okay. So as Mark loves to say, Old One-Eye conveniently placed himself next to a cliff <laughs> <laughs> when he was battling Scout Sergeant Tellian. Oh, shit. Name character? I'm going to need a way out. <laughs> the nearest cliff <laughs> uh, so he stumbles away from Telian and he falls down a cavernous ravine and though Telian led a search party he was never able to find the beast and for some other reason <laughs> gave up his search now yeah. correct me if I'm wrong James I, I have a feeling you're going to play devil's advocate on this one <laughs> So let's say, let's say that you are Sergeant... I disagree. <laughs> you son of a bitch! Let's say, let's say that you are Sergeant Tellian, and you've been fighting this beast, and all of a sudden it disappears down a cliff because of a wound that you dealt it. And you say, great, let's go make sure the beast is dead. Mm-hmm. And then you don't find the beast. At what point are you like, well, it must have wandered off and died <laughs> because I'm done looking for it. <laughs> That seems very not Space Marine-y. I He's agree. Got, what's nice, too, is, like, Scout Sergeant Tellion's probably got a bunch of scouts with him, new recruits. He's setting a great re- example. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Guys, this is how the Codex says we need to hunt down Tyranids. You don't. <laughs> it says here, if you look for five minutes and can't find it... Yeah, it's probably dead. The Imperium's a big place. There's many other battles to find. That's so move right. on. Yeah. Ultramarines, am I right? Especially on one of their planets, Calf. Like, that's a populated ultramarine planet. <laughs> Anyways, for some reason, Teleon leaves. <laughs> Though initially, Old One-Eye's mutations of regenerative power and increased fortitude were unique, many witnesses have claimed to see the same effects in the Carnifex's High Fleet Leviathan, leading some to believe that the High Fleet was able to recreate the mutations that made Old One-Eye so hard to kill. That's cool. That's a scary mm-hmm. story mm-hmm. because Old One-Eye is pretty, pretty hard to kill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ignoring how this beast could have left the planet of Cal, <laughs> because it's impossible almost, <laughs> the Ultramar system was next assaulted by a Carnifex that was seen on many different planets. This Carnifex <laughs> matched the description of Old One-Eye and sowed destruction on whatever planet it was on. 
So leaving Kalth doesn't make much sense to me. But it does make sense as soon as it reaches up with another splinter of the mm-hmm. High Fleet. Mm-hmm. Then, of course, sure. it can move on. Mm-hmm. But it, it just says, like, mysteriously, it was on another planet. <laughs> yeah, it's just, like, hopping on, like, hard cargo crates. Like, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lurking, <laughs> like... An, uh, a 2,000-pound beast <laughs> hiding in the cargo bay. Yeah, they like, won't hey, see me. He's on his tippy toes. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, giddy. Yeah, that's just... <laughs> Just classic GW writing right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can see it just like a transport ship, some random, and just this massive beetle-like beast on the back. Sir, did you know that we have a Carnifex in the cargo hold? <laughs> what? Jim? I don't believe you. Yeah. I don't believe you. Couldn't stop, stop pranking me, Jim. Oh, he's doing Jim? this. <laughs> did, did Betty put you up to this? Jim. Classic Jimmy. Hmm. The people on Tartarus, many, many light years away, could always describe this beast right down to the scarred and missing eye as it rampaged right through the heavy fire to smash into a shield generator, protecting the planet from solar storms. So Tartarus... So it made it all the way somewhere else. Tartarus is almost like a third of the way across the galaxy. <laughs> wow. Perfect. Like not even... It's within the Ultima Segmentum still, but like if Ultramar <laughs> is on the bottom of the Ultima Segmentum, Tartarus is almost at the top. Because <laughs> I looked crazy. on a map, I was like, how close are these actually? Yeah. So that it's makes me wonder pretty if significant it's... Jump. Yeah, it makes me wonder if it's the same Tyranid yeah. or whether they're actually the rebirthing mm-hmm. the Tyranid down it, to the same eye thing, though. Yeah, that seems... It odd. seems interesting. Like, that yeah. doesn't seem normal. Is no. it possible it can teleport? Well, that's what I'm thinking. Mashup of the century. <laughs> Crotalid and old one eye! <laughs> he rides the Crotalid yeah. <laughs> through the warp. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good mashup. I like that. So the questions to consider, do you think the hive mind is rebirthing old One-Eye? Is this the same creature that's being seen from planet to planet? Or do they have the actual template of him, of that creature specifically, and is carbon copying him? Yeah. That's like, a really good question. I I don't think it, they're rebirthing an old One-Eye right down yeah. to the missing eye socket. That just seems so like, why? Why? I can't think of a logical reason either, but I wonder if the hive mind has some attachment to it. I I can think of a reason. GBW wanted to sell the model. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only reason they need. That's that's enough reason for me. Case closed. Moving on. Bring your wallet, boys. (laughs) We got models to buy. Yeah, I, I it. Yeah. They're, they're, so they're, they're you, don't, you don't think it's the being reborn. You think it's the same creature traveling from planet to planet. Yeah, and I think it's just silly that they take it that far. I, I like that it's almost impossible to kill. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I like the but, thought that it isn't being reborn over and over. Like, yeah. this is kind of, it might even be a mutation that the hive mind doesn't understand. Sure. It can't, it can't, it can't absorb it. Or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, they could, they've tried maybe, and these other carnifixes have some boost in their regenerative huh. abilities, but no one can, can ever. Be the old one yeah, no one the can. The OG. They can't I'm pretty be sure the they, they'd set it up as, like, because he is kind of just. Described as like a character almost yeah. like he's a, it's a thing yeah. and yeah. so i think with the way they would set that up that's how how it would be yeah it could be the same the, the same one yeah just it's showing just, up everywhere else and just crappy the like way they set same it up freaking yeah. one with the one eye and everyone's freaking out when they yeah. see it yeah <laughs> like they should have they should have just made it that when they cleared the planet that it got out so with the yeah. rest of the so we can blame this yeah. but even, on yeah sergeant the scout sergeant for being oh yeah because now yeah. all this Full blood of, of others worlds yeah. are on his hand so... so yeah so screw him but he is the best scout sergeant still at the same time is he but... still is still around 
Yeah. He's not dead yet? No. Someone should put a oh, cord Oh, Space Marines don't die, James. Not if they got what a, a name. weird thing to say. Not yeah. if they got a name. Not if they got a name. <laughs> Only Primaris lieutenants die. But, like, right. could you imagine, like, reading, like, the battle honors of this guy and let go of this giant <laughs> beast that we still are fighting to this very that day? That has been ravaging. On a redacted on Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So that's pretty much it for One Eye. It's yeah. now on a rampage across the galaxy. The galaxy. <laughs> Perfect. Coming to a world near you. <laughs> Hopefully not. Please, no. Uh, uh, so John's got the next one, but he's going out of order, Mark. He's going to do Red Terror. Okay, that's cool. I'm going to do Red Terror because he's awesome. Yeah. So Red Terror, a mutated raven- ravener. Wow. Ravener. Covered in carap- carapace. What is wrong with me today? It's hard it's to actually, read. Yeah. Sorry, here, let me correct this <laughs> Reading word. Reading is hard. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> kittens. kittens. <laughs> Covered in kittens. Cute little kittens. The color of human blood. Oh. It was first seen on the Imperial mining world of Devlin. While a ravener is already large, standing approximately five meters tall, others have claimed the red terror to be the size of a tarragon or malwok, standing closer to seven or eight meters tall. Which is pretty darn huge. It's pretty uh, that's, that's heartening. Pretty, pretty tall. Sorry, sorry uh, scary. On, on that topic, like related to this, that's how I kind of wanted to paint my own Tyranids. Is like, yeah, just yeah. like I, I was thinking, like maybe the black chitin, yep. and then just the all the body is just uh, blood for the blood god, basically. On, on <laughs> sure. like it's just wow, cover, like it's the just technical, the technical paint. Wow. Yeah, that's just cool. just straight up blood, and it would have that shiny look to Ooh, it. Yeah, it looks like gooey, it just yeah. looks like guts are hanging off them all. And I was thinking like maybe they'd be like a, I don't know, a diseased hive fleet or something. Mm, huh. So they're not fully. Oh, like they're not covered in skin. It's no, like, it's like they've all been like diseased with something. Oh. Their stuff growing yeah. and like gore. That's interesting. Yeah. All that's their birthing really processes thing. are just missing that thing that allows skin to yeah. be born. It's on just them. Some, like some disease has yeah. gotten to the high fleet. And that's kind just, of a cool. Like yeah. disgusting. James, yeah. why are you so messed up? <laughs> I, I I think it's who because hurt you? My, my wife beats me. <laughs> oh. So it comes out oh. in your paintings and your models. Okay, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Simple psychology. <laughs> so so back to the anyways. red hair. <laughs> we'll deal with James' domestic problems after yeah. the show. Don't worry. We'll get him and, the help he and needs. And maybe we shouldn't complain to him anymore. It sounds That's like he's right. having a rough go as it is. Every time he opens that email, another tear falls from his eye. I can't cry anymore. <laughs> so anyways, its sides are massive, largely uh, larger than a fully grown human. Ooh. Wow. And its mouth is so big it could eat an adult human whole. It follows very gor- very guerrilla tactics, performing lightning fast attacks to leave many dead before disappearing down its tuzzles. Tunnels, tuzzles. Yes, those tuzzles. I love those tuzzles. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, Red Terror. Me too. <laughs> uh, anyways, this behavior was seen again and again until finally a search party was sent to exterminate the beast in its tunnels. The search party was wiped out completely while Devlin was not completely stripped of life. Many escaped while they could. Yeah, it, it kind thing. of turned into like, uh, we yeah. can't kill it, so we better... Get the heck out of here. Yeah, leave yeah. as soon as possible. Yeah, like this thing, uh, it has the ability to like, we keep talking about these tunnels. Like, it's, he's making these tunnels. Yep. Yes. Yep. Sorry, it is not yeah. going in pre-existing tunnels. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is building a tunnel network. Or it's carving out yeah, a tunnel yeah, network. Yeah. It, it has like acid spit or some shit yeah. like that. It so just like burrows through crazy yeah. like, like concrete and ability to burrow through basically anything. Yeah. Uh, during this uh, frenzied exodus, one ship that left Devlin performed an automated landing cycle at Audrey's Hope. Though it was silent and didn't answer any hails, when the ship was investigated, it was found to be blood-soaked and empty of life. <gasps> Though they found evidence of a large creature on the ship, no tyranid was found. Hmm. Three weeks later, Audrey's Hope 
became a blood-soaked ruin, the Beast of Devlin had struck again. It has not been since seen since. Do 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 do. Red Terror. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> this is very 40k horror. Sure. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Like. It was on one thing, and everyone was so terrified that they had an exodus. And this guy's like, you know what? Me too. (laughs) And he gets on a ship, kills everyone on it. There's an automatic landing cycle. And then he just turns the next place into his death bloodbath. Cradle or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. Let me write or read this to you. I read this from uh, a codex. It was a tiered one. I was a young little boy, and this frightened me to this day. Oh, was this edition three? It might have been. Emperor knows what pit spawned the hideous apparition we came to know as the Red Terror. It first attacked the outer bastion, and 24 men died before we drove it away with flamers. We never even found the bodies of Lieutenant Borales and Captain Lowe, just a trail of slime that led away from the command post and into the tunnels. It returned the following night, and the slaughter began anew. But this time, we were ready for it. Or Or so we thought. Yeah, it's like very you, horror. Yeah, yeah, you can just like you can picture the compound. It's a there's a fucking flickering light. You know there is. <laughs> of course there is. Yeah, it's <laughs> making a buzzing noise. <laughs> yeah. And You're everyone's scared. like freaking sweating and yeah. looking at each other nervously, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the red tear is awesome. It's yeah. it's very cool. Classic Terranid model. I think every Nid player loves this model. At least yeah. they should. If they don't, there's something really wrong with them. <laughs> they shouldn't be playing Terranids. That's some good gate gatekeeping. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Well, well. The the being edited Parasite of Mortex. Yeah, there you go. The Parasite of Mortex. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> That's all I got. Um, it's it's those dogmatic pious uh traits. Tra- it's your trait. Yeah. It's my thing. It's Has nothing <laughs> to do with Lorgar, but you know. I wish it did. You're a liar. You filthy <laughs> chaos liar. <laughs> so, through many, though many creatures of the Tyranid race are dangerous, few can have such a devastating effect on a planetary scale. The Parasite is one of them. First encountered on Mortex, hence the name. I don't know if you could put that together. That's a tough, it's a tough leap. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, together. it's hard. Yeah. It, is hard. Mark, it went over right over Mark's Mortex head. of Parasite? No, yeah. no, no, no. The no, Parasite no, on parasitic. Mortex. Good work. Good job. The parasitic of... <laughs> It is, more, more textual court, I don't know. it is a bat-like creature about the size of a Tyranid warrior. Its tail is a hollow and barbed. Once it penetrates its victim, the ripper parasites are implanted within. Oh, my God. These parasites will grow within hours or heartbeats, oh. consuming their host and adding their number to the parasites' ranks. Yeah, it's crazy when you're reading about this. It's like, it takes a couple of hours or heartbeats. <laughs> <laughs> like, I might just oh. explode in rippers. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. During during the encounter on Mortex, by the time the population had been made aware of this creature's abilities and resolved to only have armored units leave their fortresses, it was too late. The Ripper Swarm was so large that even armored tanks were useless before it. <laughs> That's so cool. That is crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Within two weeks, the swarm had reached such a large size that they swept over the planet, consuming everything in their path. Luckily for the Imperium, a single transmission was sent from the planet detailing their contact with this horrific creature. 
The parasite hasn't been encountered on any other planet since. I'm, I'm like getting a theme here mm. with the Tyranids. It's almost like I really like your thought of the Doom of Malentai, that they're experimenting. Mm. Huh. They put all these resources into building this one crazy thing, and then they kind of see how it works out. Yeah. Run the program, and if it goes, cool. If not, no. Yeah. Just like, is, is the amount of death and destruction or whatever it is, was it worth the amount of mm. effort that we put into creating it? They're kind of yeah, just weighing that. it in their, mm. you know, hive mind. Yeah. yeah that was a good one <laughs> that was a yeah. great one I, the, like i honestly yeah. this one can take a planet by itself it's so crazy so so why why don't we think like one of these works i have a good reason why the other one didn't work it blew up but this one like the parasite mm. the parasite of mortex so it needs bodies mm. as hosts mm. for its parasites Right, and then once the rippers grow up, they consume everything. But then the rippers do that normally, and they would just run in the pools. And yeah, yeah I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just too gosh darn expensive. I mean, it takes too many CP. Yeah, that's right. God the damn. stratagem to deploy this thing is just absolutely bonkers. <laughs> you know, ten CP to destroy to deploy the yeah. parasite. What What about what like was, a sorry? Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say that seems like it does the same thing a gene stealer does, but better. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, right? Like Well, a gene quick. stealer infiltrates a society. Yeah, but true. It takes generations though? to take it. That's worse. It might so if you have a hive city, like a hive planet, yeah. I think it would be a lot harder for this thing to stay hidden. But I bet if you had a planet with a bunch of different outposts scattered throughout the thing. Like settlements around. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and not really densely populated things, it it's easier for it to grow its parasite army. Because if it tries to get into a city immediately, yeah, yeah, yeah. it might have a way less chance of surviving the end of it. I but don't know. A gene That's, stealer would be able well, to. Well, a gene stealers infiltrate societies. They hide and they yeah. learn. Yeah, but and they the wait, original like... gene stealer. What about him? He's, he has to do the same thing that this guy has to Not do. Not really, because yeah. he has his minions who actually go around who look like humans. And they gather stuff. They're kind of like him. the body snatchers element of like taking time yeah. to to eventually take everyone over. This one, it like literally it's, just eats everything. It's inside. not a good reason that I have, <laughs> sure. but it's the best I it, can. It come could up be with. like a crazy mutation. I mean, a, like an accidental. Yeah, like it's just such a weird. Like I, I, I don't know. I don't like to go down that road. But in this case, you know, parasitic like. Yeah, like rippers? the the tail that yeah like, like enters your body and deposits the parasite that's pretty unique you don't really see very that very unique places. model like i don't think it's really like like a gargoyle mix that something happened and it just like something got crossed and it's like what the heck is this thing just yeah, yeah it doesn't even tell you what the template is all it says yeah. is it's a bat-like creature the size of a of tyranid a, yeah, warrior we yeah. don't even know if it's built on the tyranid warrior it's like, just template. assuming what you see Wait, from this is it, an but... official picture of it did you know i believe so yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah it is yeah. oh no 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 it is no it is no mark that is an official <laughs> picture of the parasite of mortex no i know no you're not listening to me <laughs> okay <laughs> next fucking all right thing. all right i don't know yeah like it's a it's a cool thing though it's very fucking yeah. cool you can't come no, nothing you got nothing? I, don't, I got nothing i'm just gonna chalk this one up to a blessed creature some things are left left best left alone someone said blessing james in the name of lord god <laughs> there we go i knew james had it in him yeah. i have a have a whole lot of those <laughs> with how many twos you get oh my god don't get me started Okay, so next one, we're going to talk about the Swarm Lord. Okay, the without biggest... a doubt, the coolest thing we're going to talk about all night. Do you want to do this one? And I'll no, do no, the no, last no. one. No, do Swarm Lord. Okay. One of the few immortal Tyranid creations, 
The Swarm Lord is often seen as the pinnacle of Tyranid evolution, capable of being reborn over and over with, ex with the experiences, character, and knowledge of its past self. The Tyrant Lord of the Hive Mind only ever gains in strength each time it is reborn. Yeah, just yeah. Ooh, that's bonkers. That's setting, Absolute the, setting bonkers. the stage for you guys. Oh my god, the jitters. <laughs> it is the ultimate expression of the hive mind, with some placing its synapse capabilities higher than uh, the Norn Queen. Oh, okay, so it's what? really powerfully what? synaptic. Yeah, wait, what? God, it gets crazier. It may even be as ancient as the Tyranid race entirely, having existed since the first thought crossed the hive mind. Yeah, it uh, says it's as old as the hive mind. Crazy. And and that's even apparently confirmed by a codex. Yes. We just the only thing is it's weird that we know that information. Mm -hmm. Like how would yeah, yeah. how would yeah. we know? Yeah. Like the codex is just supposed to be from the perspective what of if, the Imperium. What if So yes, you're right, the Imperium, but what if the knowledge came from another species somehow and they found No one has it? ever met Tyranids before they're an extra galactic. That race. is actually very true yeah. because of the two. Yeah, I yeah. see the logic flaw there. So yeah. it's we know okay. it, but it's weird that we know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But on the template of the Hive Tyrant, the Swarm Lord was created with a very specific purpose, to be better. It will outthink, outmaneuver, and best in any combat, any form, or being, or army. If it doesn't beat it and dies, the Swarm Lord is reborn, now with even more knowledge or strength or skill than his past life. It wields four bone sabers, one in each arm, that appear to have an extra galactic crystal embedded within the blades. These swords are able to cut through adamantium and even force fields with ease. Its strong link to the hive mind allows it to wield psychic powers with ease. It yeah. really is like a complete package. Mm -hmm. It's it's a master of everything, mm -hmm. you yeah. know, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. the ultimate. Yeah, it has psychic abilities, like, um, yeah. It's smarter than you. <laughs> it's stronger than you. It's faster than you. It's more vicious than you. It commands a bigger army than you. Ooh. It has better psychic powers than you. Like and it's catchphrases. Damn, Swarmlord's gonna steal back your better. girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is gonna steal your girl. God <laughs> damn, it's more swole than you. Boys that look like this have a hundred percent chance of stealing <laughs> your girl. Exactly. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> Something noteworthy, noteworthy about the Herald of the Great Devourer is its experience or existence in multiple swarms across the galaxy, all seemingly at the same time. It would appear that its synaptic link is so strong it connect it can connect to the hive mind from wherever it is, and maybe even cannot be cut off from it from the hive mind. Um, yeah, that's a really crazy thought yeah. that it's impossible to cut this thing off from the hive mind. Yeah, and even that's in multiple fleets. Yeah, across the galaxy, there could be dozens of these things active at one time. I, I all, know all transferring I know. experiences. To I know. Each other. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, I really like the Swarm Lord <laughs> because it's very different, yeah. and it really makes me. Now I'm not a, a computer guy. I don't know a lot about computers and networks no, and ones internet. And zeros and not for how you. the internet works, you know? Because mm -hmm. I'm not, you know. But James knows. Can you confirm? Yes. That Can it you is... confirm that the Swarm Lord works like internet? <laughs> yep. <laughs> you heard it here first yeah absolutely so there's yeah. a couple things in this paragraph i think you can like dissect yeah so one of them is um it's existence in multiple swarms across the yeah. galaxy all seemingly at the same time so first of all yeah. the fact that all swarms have access to this guy is interesting 
Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times mutations come yeah. from very specific, specific high fleets. Yeah. The uh, knowledge that it is as old as the Tyranny race itself really helps in that yeah. knowledge that every high fleet has it. Yeah. But all at the same time is an interesting thought. Yeah. Yeah. Is it instantaneous? What do you mean instantaneous? Like is the knowledge transferred instantaneously across? Well, or is the being endued with it from So it's it depends I think on whether you believe that these swarm lords are separate iterations of itself or whether they are they are the swarm lord. Hmm. You know, oh, yeah, if yeah. you think yeah, that yeah. Yeah. this swarm lord and this swarm lord are separate and they don't have any communication with each other, then it doesn't matter whether yeah. their thought is instantaneous or not. But if you think that they're the same being and they're both the swarm lord, then I would assume that they are experiencing everything at the same time. And then this makes this feeds hmm. back to the conversation we had like a year ago about <laughs> the warp mm. and the presence of the hive mind in the warp and maybe a manifestation of its presence. Well, we do know that psychic um, communication is definitely the norm in yeah. 40K, right? Yeah. It's much, much faster than yeah. um, like conventional mm-hmm. means. Uh, and this is apparently so strong in Synaptic Link that it's almost impossible to be cut off from the hive mind. Mm-hmm. And if the mm-hmm. hive mind does exist in all fleets at the same time, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. not that much of a stretch, I think, mm-hmm. to say that this Swarm Lord in High Fleet Behemoth and this Swarm Lord in yeah. High Fleet Leviathan yeah. not only are the same creature, yeah. but they are in constant like communion yeah. with each other yeah. hmm. because they're the same person. It's the hive, be- it's the hive mind just kind of like... Yeah. 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 The, the more I read about the Swarm Lord, the more it really felt like this is the hive mind yeah. as condensed as yeah. it could be and packed yeah. into a body. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, <clears throat> I, 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 would, I, I would actually agree with that theory. I think that might be the case. Yeah. It's the closest like... Sweet hive replication i guess of like what the apex of a tyranid could be yeah you know what i mean and this is kind of why i really like the swarm lord because it really sets it apart like i did not know any yeah. of this stuff about the swarm lord <laughs> like i th- my understanding of the swarm lord was more like the overlord yeah mm. of yeah, dagon yeah. right yeah, yeah, that yeah. just like a slightly better thing constantly yeah. reborn but it yeah this very... one is ancient like it leads it like the crystal is, too yeah. the specific like yeah, well, imbued with a specific uh, extra crystal, yeah, that's it's like not... embedded within its blades. It's like a very particular it... thing that is not replicated in the sense of like, it... oh, it's just like a, a part of its armor, or, you know. It seems odd that they describe it as extra galactic when technically everything, everything is. Yeah, from the very... race. this one's extra extra galactic. Yeah, yeah. two neighborhoods. Well, I think it's right. one of the just... few non biological components right, right. of them. Like it doesn't. You could say that 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 crystal isn't possible to exist in our galaxy. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's why. like it bends it's, the rules yeah. of reality. Like, no, yeah. I'm saying like, well, like it's, it's just composition. Yeah, its composition is made up of something that hasn't been seen in the Milky Way. Like, there's no way to like what is it? We just yeah. can't categorize yeah. it. Cause it's I think not I would accept that a little more. For yeah, sure. and that would make sense why you could call it extra galactic because it doesn't exist anywhere in ours. Yeah, huh. I mean. So do the Tyranids not technically because they're invading it? But. Well, they exist in our galaxy <laughs> now, but like the things that they're made up of are things that we can recognize. True. I, I think like, that's how you'd explain that's that. Fair. Like, that's fair. Yeah. It's, Whereas it's, we have no idea how this crystal yeah, is yeah, yeah, replicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. It's composition or yeah. whatever. Huh. Just, yeah. That's how I'd explain that. That's my uh, rationalization. I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so its birth seemed to be uh, stress-induced. That is to say, only when the swarm is faced with a particularly dangerous or difficult foe is the true tyrant lord born. 
Because of the circumstances of its birth, it is given almost complete autonomy. Knowing this, it seems obvious that the Herald has more battle knowledge and tactical acumen than any living creature in our galaxy. And it puts this knowledge to good use, consistently defeating and consuming the armies of the galaxy again and again. Yeah, like, they, there's a bunch of battles with, like, the Swarm Lord fighting name-fucking characters. Like, yeah. Kalgar. Yeah. Ernie is Kalgar and trouncing him. Cuts off all four limbs and an yeah. eye or something crazy. Yeah. Um, and I really like that. Like, yeah. The more I learn about the Swarm Lord, the more I'm absolutely terrified of this thing. Yeah, like, and he outthinks, like, Kalgar in the defenses and, like, yeah, he's... Anything uh, you can do. Literally yeah. anything. Yeah. He is better. Yeah. Huh. It's, it seems impossible to win against him, especially against this. He embodies Lord. the great hunger of the hive mind. He just will, he yeah. will come for you, and there is no like way to stop it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, the Herald of the Great Devourer is without a doubt the single largest Tyranid threat to face the galaxy. It is almost completely unstoppable. You, you, get shivers, yeah. man. you kill it, it's going to come back better. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And maybe even with a fucking vengeance. <laughs> oh, God, okay. now you pissed it off. The last thing, yeah, that you need is this creature mad at you. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I, lo- I loved re- doing the research on this and yeah. putting together these notes and kind of like... It's a sweet, giving it's a me sweet that character. Flair. It, yeah. This I have one a- makes me happy being a Nid player because yeah. I just love the insanity of it here we go all the nid players are like yeah that's right the galaxy is going to eventually lose the <laughs> <laughs> confirmed it's inevitable guys have you never heard of the necron race <laughs> all right all right we, we know it'll be the turnid and orcs eternally battling it out <laughs> it just it is what it is yeah i i really like the swarm lord i love the idea that this creature uh isn't like it knows itself across the galaxy mm. that it can share its knowledge through the hive mind that it's almost impossible to cut off from the high mind. Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah. Is there any other character you think I about? I in... for this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any other character you can think about in another race like this character? Like in another race, like a super powerful character? There's... Not super powerful, but the fact that it's like basically what, I, I, again, with Eric's theory of the same one, just in different places and body. Oh, there's like perpetuals and stuff. Like, um, even like Phoenix Lords have like a rebirthing process where, you know, each time they come back. I think Better. John's more talking about the fact that existing in two places simultaneously, at once. like it, it literally replicates. Like you could have seventeen different fleets, and maybe potentially they have like five of them. You know, one on you know one on a couple mm. of those fleets. And it, the fact is that it, if if Eric's theory is right, then that is that is the Swarm Lord. It's just in five different fleets out of the seventeen. Yeah, yeah. and it just exists. Well, Satan shards are kind of like that. N- no, I don't think they share knowledge between each other. Even though they are like the same being. They're not in communication with each other. They're not linked through any, like, extraneous My bad, James. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, But I will say that if there was ever something, and I did a very specific line in here, and I'm going to reread it. Uh, I said, do-do-do-do-do. Okay. Knowing this, it seems obvious that the Herald has more battle knowledge and tactical acumen than any living Mm. creature Mm. in our galaxy. Necron. So yeah. if oh. there was someone whose oh, knowledge... He's a piece of shit. I, I hate this Eric guy. <laughs> there's a, there's just... two douchebags in the 40k universe. It's the Necron just... clans yeah. and the freaking <laughs> Tyranid fans. Oh you guys know that we'll eventually take over. It's inevitable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we always win in the end. <laughs> but... <laughs> I mean, it's true, but... That being said, if there was someone who could potentially outmatch or outwit 
the, 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 swarm lord. the swarm lord the only one i can think of is the yeah. silent king and the Silent King isn't even really talked about as like a great tactician or uh, anything. I heard, <laughs> I heard the shudder. <laughs> I heard the shudder of many online as you said, said those All words, right. Eric, and I appreciate it. So, why is that wrong? It's not it's just we're just oh, you're, you're just like, just you're just like shitting on. It's, they're no, just bro. trying to bring I it down because we're just you know literally the Tunids <laughs> and the Necrons, and you yeah. guys are just wanking each other off right now. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Every single time. Here we go again. <laughs> uh, who, if not the emperor, because the emperor is pretty much on a level all his own, hmm. who do you think is actually capable of going toe to toe with the swarm lord? Zeech. That's a god. Yeah, if that, you need a god yeah. to battle this organic being, <laughs> there's then something really, said, really wrong. You just said something living well, like, that could take him outside well, of the world alive. itself. He's a deity. He doesn't exist He's in our dead. realm. Got it, Warlord Titan. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the new Titan? Uh, the the War, War Master. Master. Yes. With yes, the with its z- quad. Yeah, the quad plasma. Blaster launchers. Yeah. Zurian plasma react. Is this a Forge World or is no, this it's a, a Titanicus? Titanicus. Yeah. It's uh I don't know if you've a little side tangent uh here, but I don't know if you've taken a look at the model itself. It's pretty nifty. I like the plates that like overlap mm-hmm. on themselves. They remind me very mm. much of like lobster tail. <laughs> This yeah, well, yeah. just like the legs. I'll never see it. If you look at the leg pieces, it yeah. looks like they have that yeah. covering where they can like maneuver and Whoa, change. Oh, so this is bigger than the Warlord, eh? Yeah. Uh, yes. That's crazy. Barely, though. It's bigger than the Warlord, so you... <laughs> but I don't think it's bigger than the Emperor or Apocalypse class. Yeah. So the Swarm Lord would be like a cockroach to that thing, in other oh, words. There you go. You got the scale right there. Yeah. Like, also, you know. Check out those plasma guns. Swarm Lord ain't got shit on quad barrel plasma cannons from a War Master Titan. So I will admit that yeah. in a battle with the Swarm Lord, this thing probably wins. Yeah, in a one on one, for sure. But yeah. what about an organic, like a single person? He did ask. Not, not yes, something crewed by 30 individuals. No, 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 no. The precepts no, no, no. outside of his Titan? He is the Titan. No, 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 Mark. And the Titan is he. Yeah. They are one. Yeah, no, you're right. Like, the Swarm Lord. What about a Primarch? Could a Primarch take on? I think that's much more even, but I don't know if I could confidently say. And, like, a Primarch, like, realistically, they don't have experience. They're these fucking yeah. children that have a hundred years of experience. They just have thing. talent. Yeah. It's raw, raw, raw talent. talent. Yeah. I... Okay, let's just, let's play the game of... GW makes a book. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> how do you, how, how does that come? How does that book end? The book ends with a Primarch alive and all its enemies defeated or disappeared. Wrong. Down, down a cliff. Yes. Okay, so, <laughs> so, specifically a cliff, and it has to be yeah, very clear. There's a On book, Calf with you, Ice Pack. No, if there's like, a Reboot Gilliman book yeah. and he comes across a Swarm Lord, yeah. it'll be tough, but I, I can almost guarantee that Reboot's winning. Do you think that they're winning or they're both walking away with no clear victor? What about this? Sure. Yeah, they're both getting mortally wounded and they're getting upgrades when they come back alive. Right. That makes sense. Now well, has two heads. <laughs> <laughs> but this one is in the middle of his chest. <laughs> sure. It's just like a mechanical face. If, you, if, the we're gonna do the, if we're going to do the like it's a draw thing, sure. But like if they have I mean, to choose I don't a winner. Like it. But if, if I would have to choose between the two, I think, I, I think I'm going to give it to the Swarm Lord. 
Yeah, I think psychic powers, yeah. man. I agree. Yeah. And the strength of his synapse with the hive mind, like he can do things Primarchs that can have psychic powers. I know Dylan sure, doesn't, but, but but then whatever like thing they lack, it he makes gain. up for. That's the because thing. he's better at psychic, and he's faster, and he's stronger, and he's better at combat, and he's smarter than you. And he's gonna steal your girl. And he's gonna <laughs> steal your girl. Goddamn. So, like, even Magnus, even though he might not be as good as a Psyker as Magnus, he makes up for it by being better than Magnus exponentially in every other, other category. <laughs> Maybe he's not as stalwart as Dorn. Okay, but, but if Dorn is... makes a fortress, yes. then do we tip the balances in that way? Well, then it's like an immovable object meets an <laughs> yeah. unstoppable force. You know, it just it creates a singularity. It'll just the... wait him out eternally, and yeah. it'll just sit there for... Until eventually. Anyway, Until eventually. So will Dorn. He will, he will like, I'm, twirl his stash. Maybe I'm done um, sucking the swarm lords. Uh, little pee-pee. Well, don't worry. I'm sure I'm sure you guys can just trade off sucking pee-pee about, oh, yeah, but the, the, the Silent King is so great, and you guys can just keep wanking off all night. We will be here till 3 in the morning. <laughs> okay. Uh, holy smokes. Okay, we got one left. What lies beneath? And I don't know. That's what you're here to tell me. No, but what lies beneath? That's why we're here to yeah, I'm here to tell you what lies beneath. <laughs> okay, so what does lie beneath? Me. An extremely unique case. Oh. What lies beneath is the title given to a nightmare. First witnessed on the pla- hive planet of Castobel... Uh, if you were paying attention, you'll recognize that from Dagon Overlord. <gasps> it was initially thought of as a freak incident where a burrowing Tyranid caused a plasma core reactor to explode, crippling the hive Trimolav, trim- ensuring a Tyranid victory. As you'll remember, this is the hive that Dagon Overlord took very, very fast. Ah, okay, okay. Um, oh, okay. Imperial analysts declared this reactor explosion a coincidence. It was assumed that the Tyranids didn't have the capability to target highly volatile and strategically weak points with any kind of consistency. It just, they had never seen it before. Sure. So they were like, well, this must be a, a, a random... freak accident. Yeah. They, they hit the thing and mm. boom. The interesting thing to note is, now, it didn't sound like it said like this on your Dagon Overlord thing, but when I was reading What Lies Beneath, yeah. They almost completely attributed the loss of Hive Trimolav, Trimolav to this explosion. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Uh, I didn't read a whole lot. Like, uh, didn't say a whole lot. Yeah. For Dagon it just, Overlord. it seemed weird that when I do this, it yeah. explicitly talks about it. And then, yeah. you know, as soon as you go to the Dagon, it's like, no, it won Hive Trimolav. <laughs> yeah, no. When really they should have just held the The leaders are always going to take the victory of the grunts doing all the work. Always. That's the way it goes. Okay, bud. Uh, in the same system. On the shrine world of Kredos, a pattern began to emerge. Taking advantage of a base commander's lax discipline, who uh, he broke Imperial protocol and he uh, placed the like the Prometheum tanks yeah. like far, far too close to the uh. munitions depot because he's like, ah, you don't care about the regimental standards. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to have to walk extra far. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, codex yeah. does not support this action. It did not. <laughs> Rightfully so, too. Um, so he, they took advantage of this lax discipline, and another burrowing Tyranid waited until the Prometheum tanks were <laughs> newly filled, and then unleashed a massive bioelectric attack, igniting the volatile substances and causing Jeez. the munitions depot to explode. The entire base was lost. 
There's pretty like quite a, some big numbers in this base. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, what is numbers to the Imperium? But please, there's numbers. Just numbers. tell me, was the gas in the ammo safe? Oh, oh. Mark, you're gonna need to sit down for this. No, <laughs> the precious resources of the Empire—they were so close too. Uh, the cause of these attacks. A trigon, larger than ever seen before. What, you don't like my dramatization? No, I, I, can, I just like how you can tell which one's Eric wrote. <laughs> <laughs> there's like a, there's a, a, a mystique a to them. It takes a village, James. <laughs> uh, so a trigon, larger than ever seen before, with a distinctive ventral stripe. High Fleet Dagon had developed a creature with a new knowledge and purpose. It wanted to target very volatile and strategically valuable infrastructure, causing the Imperium to scramble to protect its assets. Because they've just, they've never had to worry Hmm. about their, like, Prometheum tanks and their munitions or their reactor cores before, you know? But now they're like, these are actually targets that we have to worry about. Yeah. They're not just trying to overrun the wall now. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. like they're thinking. It's like, wait, what the yeah. heck? Since these attacks, they have become more widespread across the galaxy, with horror oh. stories of massive tyrannid creatures undermining reactors while seeming to know the most adv- advantageous time to strike, uh, <laughs> such as when a refuel has happened mm. or the plasma is particularly volatile in a cycle. Cool. Wait a second. <gasps> Are we saying that these guys know the perfect time <gasps> to strike? I don't know about perfect, but it is most advantageous. <laughs> the, the most advantageous time to st- move. <laughs> <laughs> to burrow. To burrow, yeah. All right, and burrow. <laughs> uh, since the offending yeah. beast is almost always considered destroyed by Imperial analysis <laughs> in the ensuing blast. We got her. We know we did. Yeah. We're pretty sure this I thing is dead. I think that's an Imperial victory. Technically, we <laughs> yeah. stopped their assault. So, Hive Trimalive has literally a crater sunk out of it, and everyone's Imperium's, like, high-fiving, like, nice, we killed that Tyranid. <laughs> Just a reactor exploded. Uh, so, they're almost always considered destroyed by Imperial analysts in the ensuing blast. Uh, whispers of its immortality have risen through the ranks of Imperial soldiers. Many commanders have taken to extreme measures to deal with this nightmare. And when I say extreme, I mean really extreme. Listen to this. They've even going so far as requesting seismic meters to help <laughs> warn them of attacks. Ooh. But let me let me ask you this. <laughs> if we pay for the seismic meters, that's Who will less build the road. That's less oh. money to crusade with. Oh god. No. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Uh, apparently they like uh, strip armor from their tanks yeah. and like shore up their reactors or their yeah. Prometheum stuff and then everyone's like, "No. This is too expensive. We need to crusade more, not, <laughs> not protect ourselves." Yeah. Mechanicum uh, is like, this is ridiculous. We're, we're definitely not giving you seismic meters to do this. <laughs> this is obviously not a real attack. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So all is well that ends well. We got a bunch of these roaming around the galaxy blowing shit up. Yeah, this is another one where it's not really like anything different. Yeah. It's just the... The, the, uh, the, the attack is specific. Yeah. Right? And the creature may not necessarily be, but the... Yeah, I mean, it's specific style. for it, but the... Yeah. yeah. Style yeah, it's just turned into kind of like a legend, right? So this is like what lies beneath. Ah! 
It was Mark. Mark <laughs> lied beneath me the whole time. Someone please make a meme with Mark's face on that creature. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, that's cool. Uh, my favorite character, I think, has to be the Red Terror. Red Terror. Yeah. Just it's just so I just like the tunneling and the rustling and then eating. It's the so dragon. horror. Yeah, yeah, and it's a cool model too. Yeah, cool. I like the fact that uh, is that the one where its mouth is big enough to swallow a manhole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's kind of crazy. You just slump. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember when I bought the model, the original Red Terror. Like I don't know, like, oh my goodness, it was probably like two thousand and one or two. Just kind of um, crazy to think. Has that thing held together or the metal arms have fallen off again? <laughs> stupid, I will say the stupid metal arms keep falling off the original one. It's true. It sits in my like little box and it's just like armless. <laughs> I have to re-glue it after every freaking tournament. Or not tournament, have you, game. Have you ever pinned it? You know what's funny? No. Yeah. In all like 20 years of owning this model. You ever use never... uh, not plastic glue? Like you ever try using like, I I've know, used like I would on try, metal? Like, gorilla glue have you ever tried using not plastic glue on metal? Yeah. You know, I've never thought of that. <laughs> uh, so Mark's favorite is the Red Terror. Yeah. yeah Mine is the Swarm Lord. Shock of all shocks there. Wow. What? what? Eric? Uh, John, what's your favorite? Uh, you know, it's a toss-up between the Death Leaper okay. and, the, uh, and, the, <laughs> and the Red Terror. Okay. Yeah, I'd say it's 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 kind of hard to choose because I, I, I like the, the spooky, like, I'm messing with your brain. I'm coming for you, you know. And, yeah, they're just really cool, like, slithery, nitty, you know. I don't know. I like them. They're cool. Yeah. James? If I have to honestly choose, it probably would be the Swarm Lord as well, just because it's the most different. Shocker. 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 He wants to be cool now, fit in. Yeah. Now, oh, he liked all the things I said about the Swarm Lord, so he's like, yeah, what Eric said. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they just, they just, they're more unique than the other ones. The other ones are kind of just, I don't know. Yeah, it's just like a thing that did something cool one time. Yeah, the yeah, Doom yeah. of Malantai is a close second for me. Sure, oh, I a, mean that's um, a cool one. Too. Even fucking the Parasite, Parasite of, of Mortis. They're all pretty. I changed my answer. I want them all of them. <laughs> Every oh, single one of them. Yeah, Parasite actually is pretty wild. Gotta love him all. <laughs> Tyranid. <laughs> uh, well, sweet. Thanks everyone for listening to our show. That episode was neat. There's Tyranid characters. Do you have any Tyranid characters? What's your high? Um. Like? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If. Now, this might be coming out of nowhere, but let's build a uh, Tyranid, unique Tyranid character together. Okay, let's start with legs. No legs. No, Mark, you got to (laughs) start with the template. What's the template that you pick? What character are we picking? Like, what Tyranid creature are we piggybacking off of? We are doing a Hierophant. Okay, so okay. why don't you pull All up right. a picture of right. a uh, right. Tyranid Hierophant. Now, uh, I should James... have uh, picked something I can spell. <laughs> uh, E-I. Now we get it. Yeah, it's yeah. I-E. Look, I even spelled it. Oh, man. So, so that's... What, to do the giant thing? So this, this is guy. like yeah, a yeah, tight... Yeah. Uh, no, knight-sized, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so James, this is the template that we're going on. What is the reason we're birthing a unique connect character? What is going to be its purpose? Okay, so, <laughs> You can't pick No, it. no, no, no. no. I, I actually was going to think it's on a planet just like the mist one. Uh, okay. Okay. Where, covered where, in fog. Yeah. And so what it does is it, it like has to like it stabs you 
from like above the fog. <laughs> oh, because you can't see above. Yeah, so you just like a walk right above and then you. A stab just comes straight through your whole That's body. Cool. Okay. And there's like huge forest too, so it's climbing around in the forest, so you don't see its pinches. Because it, it, it just looks like tree yeah. trunks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then it moves and like you don't even know. You just hear like there's something out there. So yeah, what's know. the what's its purpose? Is its purpose to sow discord or destroy the planet itself? Is it doing it alone with people? Is it a shock troop? Is it a leave behind? I would have said it's it's all alone. On okay. the planet, and it's just kind of like, I don't know, it's just in the forest. I guess it might be confused, and it's lurking. Oh, it's oh lurking. okay. So yeah, it is lurking. cut off from the hive mind, and it's having to go through its programmed uh, whatever. It's pre-programming. So what is its pre-programming, John? What is it designed to do when it's cut off from the hive mind? Hmm. That's a really... Poke. <laughs> I like it to poke. Only poke. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it likes to poke and take the little things that it's impaled and collect them. Does it? <laughs> does it target people outside of villages? Does it go for the cities? Uh, is it going for infrastructure mm. like the um, like what lies beneath, or is it going for individuals? Is it going for tanks? Livestock. It? it only goes <laughs> for livestock. What like, a friendly tyrannid! Yeah, like your it, friendly tyrannid. It's the craziest thing. Like it actually actively doesn't like encounter humans because it's hiding always. Huh. For some reason. This is a really bad tyrannid. <laughs> I was gonna say that it's totally lurking. goes against any tyrannid I've ever. Eaten. It's waiting for the high fleet. It's just a little think, guy. John, what what's its program? I think. I think it should program. It should be programmed to hunt and destroy. Okay, so it's a hunter. Yeah, and it it looks for trophies. Okay, like like trophy targets. Is it okay? Okay, I'm yeah, I'm yeah. building off yeah. this now. Yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna say two things about this. Uh, one is that it has come like like octopus defensive capabilities, where okay. it can change the texture of its oh, body, okay. so oh, it can okay. actually look like bark okay, right, okay, right 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 like That's if you crazy. were to touch it it just yeah. feels like whatever there's no tree difference is... between a tree and, and it's and yeah it's like, okay, so yeah. it feels like that so that's okay. one thing it, it maybe it lies dormant for hundreds of years just standing huh. in this fog and no one's ever seen it because it just looks like this <laughs> tree and it's hidden another thing i'm going to say do take him with the trophies yeah, yeah it's like that uh spider who takes the carcasses ah. of its victims ah. and piles it ah, there we on go its back. there we go so now this thing is taking anything it kills draining it of its fluids or something i don't know and then putting the carcasses on its back all right mark go okay so the reason why it actually does all of this is lictor brain was put into it instead of a hierophant brain so it's kind of <laughs> acting like a terror lictor okay okay but it's a hierophant <laughs> right so. it doesn't know how to do it's it, like it, <laughs> <laughs> and it's well no it does that because it's a causing terror you right know? it's so oh, so it's sowing terror yeah because it thinks it's a lictor but really it's a 50 foot tall hierophant huh. so okay yeah. james you're gonna you're gonna be the final thing on this does it uh like destroy the planet by itself like, does it do the same thing that the parasite of Mortex did where, you know, takes mm. over a whole planet? Does it die? What happens? Oh, that's a tough one. So it's it's taking hundreds of years, right? Because it's in its, like, <laughs> yeah. weird stasis thing. And every once in a while, it just takes something else and puts it on his back. <laughs> so what? what's the end what game is, of this? What happens to this guy? What's the end game? <laughs> I find it, love. <laughs> <laughs> hey! It has to be one of those things where accidentally... 
like it either it has to end stupid because this guy doesn't sound great so it's gonna they're gonna act the planet's gonna think that there's an invasion because somebody accidentally sees it one time and thinks oh we're being attacked by tyranids so they call a whole fleet (laughs) and because the fleet was diverted from an actual crisis that planet was destroyed (laughs) but this hierophant is killed by this fleet. Yes, yeah. they bombard yeah, yeah. it to hell. And, <laughs> sure. and an but entire it planet all its success. defenses from the other planet. Yes. And that's uh, the one that the Tyranids somehow end up hitting. Yes. Uh, we created the perfect Tyranid monster, guys. Give yourself What a lies above? <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. I like that. Oh, that's that was pretty good. good. That was good. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, you know, before we actually finish the episode itself, um, if you haven't, check out our Discord Follow us on Instagram. Check out our Facebook. Join our Patreon. One dollar. And speaking of Patreon, we would like to thank all of our newest Imperial Tithers. Okay. Let's do you do one, I do one. Rapid fire pace. Ready? Go. Maxime. Jared. Bodhi. And Percy. Tech Priest Alex. Michael. Jack. Jaden. John. Starty Fart Blast. I think you need to say that slower (laughs) and clearer for everyone. Sultry Bartfast. Salty Sal Sal <laughs> Harrison Sultry Bartfist uh, Derpenstein Tris Austin Judah What really happened on Istvan Three nice. Michael Aaron Jackson Or is that A A Ron A A Ron Jackson Darnell Or is that D D Nell Darnell Darnell Yeah Vernon Simon Sam, Sam Richard Mark Yeah Yeah No No It's It was <laughs> That was the next guy, was Mark. Dark Weasel and Luke. Thank you all so much for joining the Patreon. Yeah, hopefully you guys enjoy the extra video content that we put up for you on our Patreon. Mm -hmm. Uh, For as little as $2 a month, you can also enjoy these features for yourself. Mm -hmm. You can watch us, Mm -hmm. me point at James emphatically. Mm -hmm. You can watch me flip Eric off. Oh, that's worth it for we're, $2. We're censoring that. And one day we may actually kill someone in this room. <laughs> Whoa! Stay tuned for the next episode. <laughs> we kill one unlucky lord, yes. <laughs> uh, in... Which dark god do you want to be sacrificed <laughs> to? Join the Discord. Yeah. Vote. Yeah. Your vote will count. Vote will count. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, John, for joining Absolutely. us. Thank you, James. Mark pleasure always a pleasure uh and we'll see you guys next week see ya bye peace Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line 
prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.